What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly. The notorious one, new, 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 new aka Mr. Coachalini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. Also known as the whole effing show, the chocolatey Confucius, Gregorio Greybeards back in the building, the Unbinder, the CEO Nigaro of Fixes Binds LLC. The mating, the Morpheus of the mating matrix. I'll get it right at some particular point. The best edutainment here on YouTube. Not only that, we are CGA, C God Allah. And we are the 10 time demonetized champion of YouTube. The 10 time. And guess what? What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? What's up for the weekend? Mr. Third Leg Greg is back. All right, back in here. Of course, with the Juco Supremes and the Sugar Mamas and all of that, we got a great show for you lined up today. Women are in survival mode. We're going to tell men today what you must do to be hypervigilant to protect yourself in these days and times. Yes, this is going to be an important show. And uh, yesterday, we established that this is a grown man's channel. All right, we're doing grown man stuff. But I want to make sure we get this clear. There's a gentleman named Grown Man Business. He is kind of in the sphere, and uh, I want to acknowledge him because we don't want to take his tagline, and it's kind of infringing on his tagline here. He's a good, supportive. Um, he's not a friend, but he's. I do respect his work, and so he is Grown Man Business. And if you get a chance, type in Grown Man Business, and he means business. He's a great content creator here. Now, we're going to have to figure out how to wiggle around uh, that so we don't infringe on his brand, but we are doing grown man shit over here. All right, it is, it is. We're going to grown man shit, and uh, if you are over here and you are a man that is looking to be going in that direction, you must, you must understand. We ain't doing little boy shit over here. We ain't doing little boy shit. <laughs> we ain't doing little boy shit over here. We ain't talking yet. We this is grown man talk. Shout out to GMB, but we we right here. This is grown man talk over here. All right, we're not here here to do this little shit that you guys deal with when you're dealing with these teeny boppers and these little airhead ass, birdhead ass women that you're dealing with, right? We're not talking about what you need to do uh, with your little $250 when you're trying to figure out you got an extra $250 whether you're going to leave with your wallet or not. All right, so that's what we're doing over here. This is grown man shit. This is grown man teens, but shout out to GMB grown man business over here. So just consider that. But we're here to help young men establish the t proper priority. And the proper priority is never going to uh, elevate and prioritize the woman. Indeed. Uh, shout out to you, man. And you know what? If you do have his channel, go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, share with with him over there. But this is where our channel is. This is where it's going. This is what it's already been about and all of that stuff. So anyway. Yeah, this ain't kids bop over here. All right, they do have people in the manosphere that does cater or maybe their demographic does attract kid bop uh, manosphere ninjas. All right, kitty bop ass ninjas. 
All right, hey, shout out to the teeny boppers. I know a lot of men are lost. They misguided and undecided or where to go, and they don't know what to do out here. They out here still trying to play the game like it's 1996. They still trying to play the game like it's 2006. All right, man, it is a brand new day. It is a brand new game in here. All right, anyway, shout out to you. Uh, yeah, I. you know what? Learn each day. Yeah, we're, we got to go there. We got to go there. Uh, but anyway, Google uh, YouTube GMB, Grown Man Business. I love the guy, man. He He's he's a hard-hitting, no-nonsense type of guy. And uh, make sure we don't infringe on his branding here. So I'm making sure I'm towing the line on that one. Uh, but uh, anyway, check check it out. Yeah, check, check, check it out. It is the weekend, and you know what? It's Friday. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? So I have to do this. It is Flatback Friday in the house. This is when we celebrate the Flatback kind. All right, the flatback kind. And uh, here's your first flatback right here. Here we go right here. This is what we talking about right here. And yes, you know, you know, you got to get your ponies out. You know what I mean? You got to get your flatback Supremes out. Yeah, this one definitely qualifying as a flatback Supreme. She got the high ponytail too. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on. Yeah, man. You know, ninjas don't know about flatback Supremes. You know, y'all know about pogs and, uh, you know, y'all know about fat. Uh, whales, land whales, and mastodons, and all of that. But over here, CGA does flatback supremes. Yeah, that's what we doing right here, and that is the aim. That is the goal. We aim high and miss, but we don't aim low just so we can hit. No, hell no, over here. <laughs> all right, flatback supreme in the house. And ladies, if you're not doing this on a daily basis, and I don't see your cheerleader attitude and your rah rah spirit. You can keep it moving, all right? I need to see this every day. Now, when I ain't in the room, you can go back to pouting. But when you see me, you should be like this. Okay, daddy. Yeah, you should be said, there's my man, sis, boom, rah, zis, boom, ba. All right, yeah, there's my man, CGA, right there. Let me snap back to attention, uh-huh. You know, I do, you know, it's funny. It's funny because I do hear a lot of ladies, right? A lot of ladies will be like, you know, I'm not the cheerleader. I'm not going to cheer you on. I'm not going to rah-rah you. And I'm like, dude, what? You got to be the clueless most individual. You, you're clueless. We have a woman that's going to talk about this later, a sister. Because if you find a man of value, which I am, I am a man of value. I'm a man of means. Then along came two. I'm a man of means. <laughs> I don't have a job. I don't make any money. But I'm a man of means. Here's the thing. When you see me, you should be snap at attention. Cheerleader, there's my guy. Well, let's just say it ain't me because, you know, you can't bow down to black men for some reason. Some people have a problem with that. Let's just say it's any guy. I don't know why you don't see a guy that's a man of means and not snap at attention and be his cheerleader. All right. All right. Yeah, her feet going to be busted. I already know. All right, but um, you should snap to you should snap to attention. There's my guy. Go do what you need to do. You're gonna make five thousand dollars today. Let's go. Cheer him on. She'd be like, "I'm not the cheerleading kind." All right, you miserable witch. You know, listen, there's some miserable people out here, ladies. It, when you see me, this is what you should be doing every morning. All right, <laughs> and you will get handsomely rewarded. And listen, I'm not gonna ask you twice. I'm not going to ask you twice, twice, twice. I'm not even going to ask you twice. All right. Anyway, <laughs> ladies are already out of here today. They're like, this is despicable. All right. Snap to attention. Ten hut. You know what I mean? I need you to get your sign up. 
Give me a G. Give me a R. Give me a E. Give me a G. What does that spell? Third leg, Greg. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> Good morning, Daddy. Good to see you. On your toes. Stomach in, chest out, shoulders back. Let's go, baby. Ponytail, let's go. Get that thing wiggling. <laughs> I don't need no depressed bitches, man. I'm going to tell you, man. If you a depressed woman, please miss me. You got to be like that, guys. Stop taking on these mental head cases. Y'all be taking on uh, uh, women that's walking around with a cloud over their head. We got to talk about this, man. And you supposed to fix their depression. No depressed broads, please. Hey, 2024, no depressed broads. No depressed broads. I'm telling you right now, if you depressed, miss me. Mm. <laughs> right? If you're anxious, keep it moving. Keep on moving. Don't stop like the hands of time. <laughs> right? Keep on moving. Don't stop. No. Keep on moving. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just keep, if you are stressed, I'm stressed. Keep on moving. Don't stop. Ninja 2024, no depressed bitches. All right, that's what we on today. <laughs> we fix binds, not depression. If you are depressed, miserable, uh, pity party of one, all right, you looking for, you a lonely broad, you looking for happiness, me to fix your happiness. I can fix his binds. I don't fix his happiness. I'm in a bind, Nate. Yeah, we fix his binds around here. <laughs> all right, anyway, snap to it. Wait a minute, snap to it. 10 hut. I need you to fake it till we make it, baby. Fake it. <laughs> all right, hey, baby. Yeah, look, get a smile on your face. I'm going to make you get a smile on your face, but listen. You better have a smile on your face. All right, anyway. <laughs> Xanax queens. Yeah, for real, man. I can't stand depressed women. Like, they're miserable. Like, look, man, and, and, and you know what's worse than depressed women? Depressed men. Depressed men. Like, you are two times worse than depressed women. But depressed women, I can understand because they're women. Depressed men doesn't make sense. Like, how can you afford to be depressed as a male? But the depressed ones, they literally be like ruining your life. And your life is going better now, coogee sweater now. But depressed women be like, oh, man, please, man. Oh. <laughs> mm. All right, I need you jipper. I need you jipper like a mug. Hey, look, when you come see me, you jipper. And you will be rewardedly, handsomely rewarded. All right, how you doing, daddy? Wait a minute, let me show you right here. Get him, daddy. Jipper. All right, you better be jipper and you better fake it. All right, I once had a young lady tell me one time, um, she was like, I'm not going to fake it if I'm just not happy. I should have known then that they just miserable. You're like, you just a miserable person. Like, it wasn't just the fact that they didn't want to fake being happy. They were just miserable. I was like, oh, I should have known. They just miserable. And, guys, I'm telling you how to protect yourself in 2024. This is going to be a problem because women are in survival mode. You must avoid miserable bitches. I'm going to tell you right there. That right there is going to save your life. It's going to save your life. We have to be proactive and hypervigilant about what we take on into this world because we're a utility at the most. Nobody likes us for our looks. But you think you're getting girls now because of your looks? Negro, please. 
you mu- you know mustache having with whiskers like a rat compared to beans you're whack guys you ain't nobody likes you for your looks women don't like you for your looks they don't like you for your looks no you're not handsome they don't even like you for your johnson they can get big johnson guys they got a drawer next to their bed with a bigger johnson than you can put in them they got a bigger Johnson that you can put in them right in their drawer. They won't even tell you. Just go to that second drawer on their nightstand, and you're going to see something that's going to intimidate the hell out of you, and you're going to look at it and say, there's no way that's fitting in you. There's no way that's going to fit in you. You thought you was putting it on her. <laughs> you thought you was putting it on her, and then you open that second drawer, and you're like, <laughs> looking at her like this. What that mean? How do you use that? How do you how do you use that? You don't put that in you, do you? You thought you was <laughs> you thought you was doing something with your little baloney pony, your millimeter Peter. All right, anyway. <laughs> and then she got the King Dong Donkey Kong on in the drawer. You're like, oh. So uh are you enjoying it when I'm with you or no? They are not with you for pipe. They're with you for what you do and how you make them feel. The way you make me feel. You really turn to me. Oh, oh. man, this singing, man. It's the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? We got to do it. And it's Flatback Friday in the building. It's Flatback Friday. And ladies, last thing I want to tell you, because it's what it is. This is your last day. Your landlord's going to put a note on your door. If you haven't paid your rent, your rent's due, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> to contribute to today's show, dollar sign the notorious CGA on a cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that'd be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the notorious new, 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 new world order CGA channel. All right, man. Let me hear. Let me get in here. All right, what do we got here? Albert Wesker says 2023 cuffing season looks. It's looking like the Survivor Series out here. Yes, it is. It's the Survivor Series. Ladies, are you guys getting relationships these days? It's pretty tough, especially if you're a working woman. It's pretty tough. Strider Herman says, Coach, when have men ever not been at war with others, with themselves? He says, the meek quit. Conquerors take reign. Thank you for arming us. Who seek battle? Guys, I mean, your, your mindset is proper. I know a lot of people don't understand that. Young people, liberals, women, they don't understand that men are always at battle in that war. Now, what's going on here? I saw a video of what Israel did to Palestine. They're bombing kids over there. That's ridiculous. I don't want to get into the business, but that video was very heart-wrenching. They were bagging up little babies and kids in bags. Despicable. I don't know much about the situation, but it is what it is. But we're always at war. We're always at war with other people, factions, the system, ourselves. We're always in the grind of the fight. And I don't think people recognize that. I think there's people that believe that we should have peace and content, uh, contentment. And it sounds nice on paper. <laughs> it sounds nice on paper, but just to be true and, pa- and fair, you always got to be prepared for warfare. Okay? Somebody can always try to shake your spot. And that's and I'm using this metaphorically. Not nobody's going to run up on you, but somebody can always shake your spot. 
So you should always be either engaged in warfare or preparing for it or profiteering from it. I'm not sure what, what you guys want me to say, but a lot of y'all want to be comfortable, but you really cannot think of times where there's true comfort, not in this world, but we were born into it. I'll say that we were born into it. If you were born after 1985, you experienced times where there was somewhat, somewhat um, peace. There was a lot of peace, right? There were peace treaties and people not doing things. And of course, if there were things that we were doing to other countries, it was minimized and hid from you and that. But yeah, I'm always prepared. Be always prepared. And we tell people, we don't, when you play defense, you dictate. Basically, you give the offense options as what they can do and you limit their options. But if you just relax on defense, that's when you get God. Thank you for getting our mindset ready to go. So a lot of guys ain't ready to handle that. So again, if you're in disagreement with that, uh, you know, I'm sure you voted for Joe Biden this last election. Okay, let's not make it political. All right, shout out to Dinero Tranquilo says, when life is bountiful, the females have the privilege to be choosy. This is Morgan Freeman from the Life of Our Planet docuseries. Men, it is a new day. We must adapt. CGA is the North Star. Free agent lifestyle for life. Indeed. Thank you, man. He also says, a woman hit me up saying she is healed from her hysterectomy. She said she want to give her new box a test run. I should oblige. Hey, listen, if she's offering it up, you know what I mean? Free minutes is in the building. Thank you, man. Jeff, the producer says, hashtag coach gang, hashtag Becky gang. And hashtag free agent lifestyle for life. The real fit styles were on this journey. Original coach gang members in the building. He says, yo, coach, good to see you, man. Durico, Durico, we'll call you Durico. Jones, good morning, coach. I haven't contributed to the show in a while. I moved out of my apartment into a rental home. Also enjoying the last few days of my vacation week. Before peak season starts, shout out to all the delivery drivers. Hey, it's holiday season. Shout out to y'all, man. And uh, you're going to be busy, so I hope you're ready to go, man, for the next couple of weeks. The Working Man Podcast for the Count Chocula eating ninjas in the building. You roasted a week. Your roast of weak men are better than the ones on women. <laughs> I know. I know, man. I, I You know, I, I just with men, they're hard-headed. So you got to really smack them. Plus, nobody cares. Like, the censors don't care at YouTube. Uh, gynocentrism doesn't care. So they let men get roasted like that. So it's harder. It's easier to go in on them. With women, you got to tiptoe around it because, you know, feelings and censors. Him says, all I want is Kaylee for Flatback Friday. All right, shout out to Kaylee in the building. Where she's at? Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want a relationship, but I'm just trying to fuck. Man, it's a cold world out there, man. Shout out to Kaylee in Arizona State University. I think that's where she attends. Shout out to Anthony Allen says, morning coach. Check out Tasha Kays talking about a woman. Wait, she's talking to a woman about celebrity witches. I am headed to your free agent lifestyle sports bar, Flatback City. Wow. Um, she's talking about celebrity witches. It's funny. I mean, because I've already talked about it. Isn't that crazy? Man. Well, maybe they're on the same wavelength. I already talk about celebrity witches. 
I think I did at least a couple streams on celebrity witches. Now they trying to tip on out the closet. Now they trying to come out. But there's witches out here, man. And watch out. If you have daughters, they watching witches. All right, you guys got to watch these witches. Shout out to uh, uh, Derry says monk mode or demon time. He says, although be different. Monk mode or demon time. Yeah, what? there's no in between, right? Gregory Green, coach up 7,500 in the last two with stocks. Thanks. Shout out to you, man. Jay Powell in the building. He getting money. He get money. I got money. The market has definitely, uh, you know, made some returns in the last couple of days. Mr. Jay Davis is in the building. Thank you, boy. In the building, my boy, your boy, Scoop, is in the building over there. And I'm going to get back to the show. We're going to do Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We'll come back to PayPal and Venmo in a minute. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let go. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater is back, all right, and look forward to a new channel at some particular point. And then I don't even know what I'm going to call it, but it's going to be highlights of what's going on out here, all right? Yes, indeed. But check this out what's going on in Oakland, the O A K L A N D. Let's see what's going on in Oakland and uh, who's ahead of this right here. Apparently in Oakland, uh, some sniggles are doing their side hustle. Let's go ahead and look. Watch out, watch out. They're going to be right there. Ah, there you go. Oh, oh, uh-oh, up. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> here we go. Play it. Here we go. Oh, man, they tripping. Oh, this is terrible. All right, hold up for a second. I see they're tripping on my Instagram. All right, okay, see, yeah, oh, man, not my Instagram clips bugging. All right, they don't want to show new, it. New, 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 new world All right, here we go. Yeah, look, they're freezing up. Oh, they don't want. Okay, here we go right here. There it is right there. There's our gentleman of leisure. Hey, call Josh. Yeah, call 911. Can you come to the front, please? Can you come to the front? Can we get a manager to the front? Uh oh, he taking his time too. Look, oh, oh, his pants are falling off. And why he walking like that? Oh man. Oh, they out. Oh, there's a license plate. Boy, oh boy. I mean, <laughs> now, uh. <laughs> These are underage 21-year-olds. I mean, these I don't think none of these guys are over the age of 18. Um, and t- why are their pants? They're robbing a store, and their pants is falling down. They won't even pull their pants up to rob the store. I, that is mind-boggling. It, look. Oh, my goodness. New, 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 new world All right. They don't want me to show this. All right. They're like, how dare you show this? All right. What is going on here? Take a look. All right. Just to play it back, he got holes in his knees. Oh, my goodness. Look at this guy's pants falling off. Wow, this is terrible, man. This is despicable, reprehensible. And then he walked out. And he walked out all slow like he didn't care. It's funny that they're messing with my video. It is super funny that they're messing with my video. But anyway, yes, they don't want me to show stuff like that. Uh, anyway, he says, why wasn't the cops out there? <laughs> it's California. It's California. I'm not saying you can do this and get away with it, but anything under $10,000, I think to be exact, if you go into one of these stores, it could be a store like Home Depot, uh, Ace Hardware, CVS, 
Rite Aid. If you go in there and you steal less than $9,500, it's just a slap on the wrist. I mean, you don't even, I think you get a ticket. You don't even go to jail. You, they just give you a ticket and say, don't come back. Well, a lot of people know this rule in California that it's not considered grand theft. So they still under $900,000, I mean, $9,000 worth of material. I mean, I don't you know if you could steal a cash register, but it's just a slap on the wrist, right? And, um, it, it, and, and as an employee, you can't stop them. You can't wrestle them down. You can't, you can't, um, you can't, uh, what do you, not abuse them. You can't batter them, assault them. You, you can't even close the doors and lock them in. You can't even close the doors and lock them in. All right. So criminals have rights through too. Uh, so anyway, under $1,000. Yes. It's, uh, and people go in there, they take shopping carts and fill up with tools at right at home Depot. 950. Yeah, look it up in California. They and I'm not telling you to do this. But you can go. Yeah, it's all by design. If you know, I'm just telling you. New, 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 new world order. And uh I, if you're an employee, you shouldn't stop them, wrestle them down. You gotta let them go. Just call the police. And and trust me, I know people who run stores in California. Uh, when you call the police, if they say, Hey, is anybody in danger? and you say no, they're not gonna come. <laughs> They're not going to show up asapidly. They're just going to take their time. Then they'll show up a half hour, uh, 45 minutes, an hour later. The person's gone, and they'll be like, well, they don't take it as a serious crime. So, um, yes, do not stop them. If you're an employee, do not stop them. If you are someone that works in, I mean, was in the store shopping, do not tackle them. Do not apprehend them. Do not hold them until the police comes because you guys are, you guys are wasting your time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, I always inflate the numbers. What's the number? What did I say? 10,000? I'm in 1,000. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah, 950 bucks. All right, so anyway. Anyway, man. All right, anyway. What did I say? 9,500? All right, whatever. $950. I thought it was the higher than that, but it doesn't matter. Let's see if Instagram's bugging out on me, man. Instagram is bugging. Uh, we got a straggle here, straggle in full effect. She says, don't give the child's, the baby, okay? She's talking about a baby. Don't give a baby a man's last name. All right, let's go with it. And the reason why you don't give that baby his last name is one, legacy is earned by a man sacrificing his spirit to God to marry you, his finances, his resources, everything. He's covering you spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially to be your husband. Then you put your life on the line to have his child and birth his child. You see, both people put their lives on the line. He puts his life on the line. You put your life on the line. But if he does not put his life on the line to cover you in marriage, but you conceived his child, that baby is your child. By law, it goes the mother's last name, right? You have to, as a woman, put that man's last name, depending on the state, got to get legitimized and all that. But that's your choice. You don't have to give that man that baby's last name. And because if you do that without him marrying you, you just gave him legacy for free. He didn't have to do nothing for it. That's why you don't. Oh, the humanity. Hey, yo, chill, son. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to bet the time two times. All right. Next caller. Well, wow. I mean, listen, man. We, listen, man. Send it. We got to send it. Like, what are y'all supposed to do? Like, what are we doing here? What What do you say you do here? What do you say you do here? What do, What's going on? <laughs> now, we can't even get, we have a baby. No last name now. All right. But when you're going to pay child support, but you, you allowed the man to skeet in your guts. And hatch you hatched his baby, but he don't even get the last name now. You he has to earn your legacy is earned. He put his salami in you and skied it. That's enough earning. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? And by the way, she said, she said by law, it's your baby. What? What law? We have parental rights in our country. Although they're not exercised very often, there is no law. That says that that is your baby if you're not married. What law in America says this? This is why I'm telling you guys, you got to be hyper vigilant. This is some of the desperate moves that you're seeing that they're in survival mode and they're just moving the goalposts. When it comes to when it comes to women, I, I, I'm just letting you know, just when you think just when you think you got them cornered, just when you think you got them cornered, they will find a way to move that goalpost. And somebody said, sad thing is women will listen to her. Yes. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. They're going to listen to her. And they think that, oh, this woman on Instagram said it, so it's true. This is out of control. But, of course, when it's time to do what? When it's time to pay child support, they're going to be singing a different tune. And the reason why you don't give that baby his last name is, one, legacy is earned by a man sacrificing his spirit to God to marry you, his finances, his resources, everything. He's covering you spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially. I, I just want to say this with, with black with black women right here. And this is an older black woman. woman it looks like she has a gray hair up front or maybe I don't know. And uh, she has a cross on her chest. She definitely a single mama. She definitely a single mama. I mean, she's already had another man's baby in her youth. But here's the question that I always answer. They're, they're basically trying to hold you hostage as a utility. Sacrifice yourself. What are you going to sacrifice? Oh, nothing. All right? They're going to sacrifice nothing. All right? Or maybe their body, I guess. That, that's what they're going to do. But when you look at it, they're de- they don't get married at the rate that you would, at, you would assume that they would get married. Now, the easiest thing to do, hear me out, is don't carry before you marry. That would be the... This this right here solves the problem. This would solve the problem. You would just refuse to carry a man's baby before you married him. But of course, she wants to go back to some traditional model, but then forget the fact premarital sex and having babies out of wedlock is probably not going to be covered by the spirit of God. And then you take a leap and just jump all over that, move all the goalposts out and say, fuck it, we just going to carry babies no matter what. I don't care if we're married, but in the event that we carry before we marry, yeah, God said, and the law says, it ain't his kid. If that's the case, no child support either. Watch them move the goalposts back. It's your kid. 
All right, this is crazy, man. These people are lunatics. To be your husband, then you put your life on the line to have his child and birth his child. You see, both people put their lives on the line. He puts his life on the line. You put your life on the line. But if he does not put his life on the line to cover you in marriage, but you conceived his child, that baby is your child. <laughs> what? What? Hold on for a second. There. What that mean? There is no damn way. I mean, they believe this, by the way. I mean, even wives who divorce you believe this. What the hell are you talking about? This is the dumbest shit that I ever heard. But of course, people are worried about people having a podcast. You ever hear these people? Oh, we need to not give a podcast microphone to everybody. Well, it's too late, man. That, that, that we've jumped the shark. Everybody has an opinion. So now people have no knowledge either. So now they can just do the cheapest thing is point their phone to their face come up with garbly goo all right this is moving the goalposts again what, what, what i want to tell you guys just when you think you have them cornered and they have no out they will come out with an out <laughs> never underestimate the power of women to be delusional because delulu is the salulu let's take you to this one speaking of delusional and zooted let's take a look at this video this is a video of a motorcycle accident in which I told you the most common motorcycle accident is when a person is making a left turn, not when the motorcyclist is making a left turn. And typically the motorcyclist, the cyclist is going straight, but someone is making a left turn into a, into a shopping center, into another street, and this is what you're going to see. You're going to see the T-bone from the left turn. But oddly enough, take a look at Zooted Nana's reaction. Here we go. So there's the, there's the, take a look. He has T-boned her car and she has not reacted. No, this is not slow motion. She has not reacted to the crap. Brother, 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 how you making it down? Look at this slow reaction here. That was not a slow, look at her. She's in the intersection. She's in her intersection. She's making a slow left turn. She has been, the motorcycle is in the car. She barely, oh my God, they the humanity. Yo, she's like, and look at her. She's going to take the car. She is zooted. Man, this is, I, what did I tell you guys? But I told you this, that never underestimate the amount of times that you've dealt with, a, particularly women. Never underestimate the amount of times that you dealt with a woman in public and she was zooted. Right, because a lot of guys are having crazy interactions and crazy interactions with drivers and in the stores or with women and dates. You guys are underestimating the fact that these women are zooted. They're zooted in a bunch of variety of different ways: painkillers, depression medication, all right, whatever they're going through, L.O. aging, right. You guys got to know that probably sixty percent of the time you've had a crazy experience. With a woman, it's they've been zooted. They've been coked out. They've been on a coca. Like, this is amazing to me. She literally just keeping jamming to the Bee Gees, man. She has not reacted to a motorcycle in her car. 
Now, my question is, what if the what if the car, what if the motorcycle didn't crash into her, right? She would have went on her merry way, zooted, driving all slow. That is fucking. Wow. Man, I've never seen anything like that. That is unbelievable. But look, I know that there's zooted ass people out here, man. All right. This is what I worry about. We're getting to a, a day and age where Big Pharma runs everybody. New, 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 new and everybody's order. looking for a magic pill to make them feel good or lose weight or any of these things. And we have these damn Frankenstein doctors just experimenting on you like it was some 1940s Germany. Nobody cares. I mean, we just have too many drifters and lazy-ass people out here. And this is where we're at. This is why I told you depressed women got to go. <laughs> right? Depressed women got to go. There's too many NPCs. Yeah, this is a real-life NPC. Ay, ay, ay. Speaking of NPCs, we have another woman here. I think she's going to say, and you guys here, uh, I'm not going to share her page information. I don't. I want you to leave them alone. A lot of people like this video. Uh, this is a young sister in her pajamas, okay? Uh, if you're looking for signs of depression in women, this is it, <laughs> all right? If you see them act like this, they're gone, all right? They're, they, don't, they don't know what to do. They're lost in life. But they, these are also the loudest women in the room. They'll tell you what's wrong with you. But uh, she's in a hospital gown, it looks like. And let's take a look at the video here. On today's series of Let's Get It Together, I'll be cleaning out my car. So first of all, yes, my car has been a little filthy for a while. And I'm not talking much. I used to get embarrassed when people would walk past and they might think, hmm, does she live in that car? But since I'm feeling a little bit better, I think my car has to look a little bit better too. So today on my daily talks with God, I said, wow, it's funny how your timing never aligns with mine. And the quote, the wind is coming. Don't let the wind worry you. I instantly started crying because honestly, I just started making videos for fun. I was doing it for jokes and laughs, but I didn't want to take it serious, but I find that this is such a good release for me. Being able to connect with my people, you guys, people who can relate to my content. It's hard fighting battles when you feel like you're fighting them alone. For the people who want to see vulnerability, relatability, you finally made it to that side of the internet. Have you ever woke up one day and just didn't feel yourself, but you did not know why? Yeah, oh, me too. Jesus. And that's when I spoke with someone and they told me I was depressed and I was so confused because I was always so happy. But I was also happy that I found out what was wrong with me so I can fix it. People often ask, how did you come out of your depression? The short answer is you never really do. Long answer, just tap into the people you love and the people who care about you. Try to find some beauty in the chaos. The people you love will make the hard times easier and good times even better. Follow me so you can see me declutter all these toys. Oh my God, Jesus. Jesus. Man, Putin. There was some chicken in that car. It was a whole chicken uh, wing in there. Did you see it? It was a whole chicken wing. All right, let's just talk about this, man. Let me tell you something. This is one of the signs of uh, somebody who's gone mentally uh, but can pose normal, right? She has just, listen, if you're living like this, you have mental health issues, but you're functionally as normal, and she said it. Hey, I know I appear happy, but. All right, so even if you doubt, look, there's a car seat, so she's a single mother, too. Uh, of course, we call them single mammies. All right, I don't feel sorry for people like this. Just just don't bother me in life. All right, just don't bother me in life. Get your shit under control. Hey, that's what it is, whatever makes you feel better. All right, but also, this is a woman that's on dating apps. This is a woman looking for a man. She's trying to manifest. She's looking for a husband. I'm sure she's doing all of that, too. She's turning ninjas down, calling them dusty and dirty. More than likely, more than likely, and did you see, it didn't even extend. It wasn't just the, ha the car. It was also the house. 
All right, then that then that little crumb snatcher. Oh, I'm a single mom. It's not bad. And then she had a whole crumb snatcher and beauty and chaos. No, thank you. No, thank you. And she probably be judging and just like, look at this. Oh my God, man! Oh, the humanity. I could never. Oh man, no, man. Let me tell you something. My house is pristine. If I saw this room, I would lose it. <laughs> All right. If I came home from hard day's work and I got a woman living, I would lose my mind. I would be like, there is no way that that this has not been cleaned up. Like, what, bro? <laughs> All right. I just got a notice saying Kaylee's birthday. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> who the hell? I'm get, I get all kind of birthday notices. Somebody has hacked my phone. But uh, anyway, anyway, uh, who is this right here? Uh, th- take a look, man. This is insane. It's outrageous. It's despicable. But um, guys, there are people living like this. There are people living like this. There are people out here functionally as normal. She admits that she's had depression. Again, we avoid depressed women. I don't have nothing to do with you, but fix yourself and don't bring your depressed life over here. All right, do do you. Uh, but uh, anyway, take a look at what you have here because there is it, these, this is when it affects other people. This is when it affects other people. All right, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, watch out for these. These are clear signs of somebody who is mentally unstable. Look at that. <laughs> oh, man, listen. That's mental instability. I mean, there's no way ever. I get mad when there's three receipts in my car. Three receipts. I'm like, damn, I got to clean my car. Wow. Look at there's chicken on the floor. There's a whole chicken. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. Look at this. Hold on for a second. Where's the chicken? Look at That is disgusting. Oh, the humanity. Wow. Now, if her car looks like that and her house looks like that, what does her punani look like? What does who? What does her punani look like? There cannot be any way she's keeping that thing healthy. That thing is a disgrace. Straggle and sniggle theater out. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like five fifty on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. A lot of people are disgusting individuals. All right, let me get over here, man. Whew. Hey, man, arm yourselves with the shield of the free agent lifestyle. It is really important for you men. And ninjas are still going to hit that. You know, again, we don't have any. We don't have any. Yeah, you know that piece leave nasty, man. Oh, she ain't been to the doctor at all to get that thing washed out. All right, here we go, man. Shout out to Moose Hefner. What did you say? (laughs) Moose Hefner. Shout out to you, the normies who keep saying not all is like saying, I don't need auto insurance. All people don't get into car accidents. But if grape is told women, well, not all grapists are capable of committing grape. He says, glad he says, coach, I'm glad you checked that ninja last night, block and ban people who keep saying that ish. And yes, if you get banned, don't be, don't ask why. All right. When I discuss something, the, the, the normie effect is to say, well, not all. And, and I don't care if it's talking about not all women, not all men. That is not the point. He says, Coach, every time I'm driving in my car, I ask Siri to send a text message. And she says, do you want me to send it? <laughs> he says, I can't stop thinking about the Coach Gang Yang. He says, my daughter be asking me, why am I laughing at that? He says, is there any way you can clip it? 
and add it to your soundboard. I'll have to look into it. I don't want to get copywritten in there. <laughs> Should, do you want me to send it? Siri says. Yes, send it. Putin, <laughs> send them nukes. All right, I'm not, I'm being facetious here. All right, shout out to our brother Brayon says, greetings, coach. Coach, your advice about being indifferent and gaining leverage has definitely improved my relationship. Also, being an, an Uber driver, when I interact with women, I never get a tip. Imagine that. Once I started being indifferent to my female riders, it seems like every woman started tipping me. Thank you, coach. There you go right there. I mean, we're giving you secrets to life, and it's a hard thing because a lot of guys are telling you to do the opposite. But what works with women is often the opposite of what you think will work. When you're indifferent with them, and that goes with anything, business and sales, keeping your poker face on, not being overly excited, it gives you a lot of leverage. Now, I'm going to just tell you guys, you know, people who disagree, if you were standing in a situation, you were standing in a restaurant and a woman came up to you like, God, oh my God, you are so handsome. Wow, your cologne smells so good. Can I smell? Oh, look at your arms. Can I feel them? Wow, who are you? What's your name? Where are you from? Ninja, you will be like, <laughs> you'll be looking at her like, wait a minute. Who are you? Right, you literally would be like, huh? You'd be caught off guard. And you would be like, what's going on? What, am I, is there a camera? <laughs> you think I'm a celebrity? What, what's going on? You hungry? You need a couple of dollars? What? what, what, what? And it, No, no, I just really am attracted to you. Oh, I would really do anything for you. You'd be like, damn, she thirsty. And then you would immediately say, this is a layup. I'm about to go clap her cheeks right now. You would immediately, not only just would freak out. But you would immediately then start to process this and say, oh, man, I'm going to be screwing this woman right now. All right. I'm going to fold her up right now. But most of the time, the initial response is you'd be like, what, uh, what is wrong with you? Like, who sent you? Like, somebody, what? <laughs> you would think she was thirsty. Now, flip it to when men do it. So, yeah, yeah. Somebody said, how much? All right, hold on. Give, let me get my wallet. How much you asking for? Get my wallet real quick. How much is this going to cost me? So think about it. Flip it as a guy. And you just walk up to a woman. Woo, wait, damn. Oh, my man. what's up, baby? Hey. <laughs> That's what they be like. What are you doing? What's going on? You're thirsty. And then after a while, they'll figure out, all right, let me finesse the shit out of him. All right. Anyway. So, yeah, just, just kind of think of what it is. When, when you're dealing with them, indifference gives you way more leverage. And he was in, even in the situation where he's an Uber driver getting overexcited. What women think is by their presence and you're excited, that's validation that they gave you something, right? And people will disagree with that. But if you ask women, they'll say, what I bring to the table, me, my presence, so if you're like, hey, how's it going? You know, you're giving them all of that. They're like, hey, he's just excited that I got a, he got a pretty woman like me riding in this car. I don't have to give him a tip. It's crazy. Yeah. Triggerverse says, what's up for the weekend, my ninjas? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? So we have Gordita Tuesday and Flatback Friday. It would be funny to have Mealy Mouth Monday and uh, Wide Body Wednesday in the building. Uh, shout out to no Wide Body Wednesday. Mm. I got to find a day for the sisters. And I think Thursdays is supposed to be for the uh, Ling Lings. So I think Ling Ling Thursday needs to be a thing. 
because we got slow Tuesday. We need to find a day for the sisters. All right, Sister Saturday. No show. <laughs> Shout out to Emmanuel says here, your espresso coach. All right, we have a day for the sisters. We'll, we'll give y'all Saturdays, all right, in which I do not appear on screen typically, so. All right. Anyway, shout out to Jay Cool says, Coach, yes, I am in Florida. I am in Florida. And no, I will not be going to the streets to try out PUA tactics. I am going to be streaming your podcast on the drive down and back. Give me the Uncle Earl, please. I got money. Oh, Hair Weave Wednesday. Hair Wave Wednesday. All right. Hair Weave Wednesday. That's for the sisters. Sister Sundays, all right, well, well, we'll give the sisters a day. Maybe if I start streaming on the weekends for this show, maybe we'll give them a day. Shout out to Casey G says, hey, coach, I'm 23, and I've been listening to you for two years. Wish me luck or my Border Patrol entrance exam. Shout out to you. All right, Border Patrol agents. Shout out to the Border Patrol agents. I used to live in a Border Patrol community. Uh, not an easy job. Um, most Border Patrol agents are married. All right, you very rarely find single Border Patrol agents. A lot of them have a very family lifestyle. You do move around, so good luck, man. You do move around to border towns or outside of border towns, like at least an hour or so outside of border towns. All right, and uh, you got your work cut out for you if you get the job. But I hope you do get the job because it's a good job, meaning that the benefits are good. But you will be out there. You will be out there. <laughs> All right. All right, border patrol. Well, border patrol really ain't got no, you know, they ain't got no, uh, they ain't got no legs. You know what I mean to stand on. Married to the cartello. Yeah, they do have a big family life. All right, and uh, it's kind of like um, as a border patrol agent, if I can understand it, it would be similar to be in the military. Which, if for instance, if you're near a border patrol town, the women in that town is small town stuff, right? So they see you as a come up. They see you as a come up because you have a job, have benefits. But the thing about Border Patrol is you're going to move. You're going to move around like crazy. They're going to move you over there somewhere in Yuma, Arizona. Then you'll be in Silver City, New Mexico. Then you'll be near El Paso. Then you'll be down in Brownsville. <laughs> so it's it's a really interesting job. But I think the benefits are good. And if you'll, you know, if you're in, again, if you're around small town women, uh, a lot of Latinas and shit like that, they, they'll latch on to your ass. They be like, <laughs> all right, shout out to you, man. Wish you luck on your Border Patrol entrance exam. Go get that Monday. Go, Yeah, Dependopotamus. And a lot of those Border Patrol wives, they're stay-at-home moms. Like, they don't, you don't, they can't get a career. And this is, tip, this is going off information I had about 10 years ago. They can't really get a career because, um, because you're going to move. You're going to move. Yeah, Laredo, Texas. Like, you could, you could be one city and then three years later move to another one. Yeah, the benefits are good, too. So, typically, you're going to have to get you a gordita. Or, a, like, a, a methany. Uh, but you'll get a nice one, too. You'll get the nicest of the small-town women. You know what I mean? You'll get the nice because you're, you're big time there. You're big time. You got this, man. Go get, get your test on. Sizzle says, y'all, Bob, CEO in the building, coach. I'm sure most of us gents are wondering what A-listers are following the great coach Cellini. We know Sizzo is one of them. Shout out to you, Sizzo. Indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. And we got a couple more. I got to get it on. We got um, Kalen says, uh, like the saying goes, never let your man leave the house 
with his stomach empty and his balls full. Yeah, ladies, yeah. Uh, married women will do this, so it's a game you play. Oh, by the way, Border Patrol people are going to work some crazy hours. Crazy hours. All right, shout, shout out to you. We got Chris Jericho, coach. You were right again. I had a brother come by yesterday to fix my washer that said all these single mothers who call for service are trying to ask for hookups or pay with everything but money. Then he said that, uh, then he said that when he declines, they try to diss him and his business. Wow. Do you hearing this? Do you hearing this, guys? This is a red pill job. That is crazy. You guys got to watch out for this. Uh, women are trying to do this. Women are going to do. I've seen women do this because I had a business that they were interested in. So I had a lot of women that not a lot. I had women that tried to offer me puss so I can fitness train them. Right. But I already had a good business model and I did not mix business with pleasure as a principal principle. Right. And so I would most often turn it down. Now, every once in a while. All right. That's crazy, fam. Wow. And he does what? Fixes uh, washers. So he's kind of like a handyman or he works for a washing company. I'm not sure. All right. And so they're trying to get the hookup or pay with everything. And this is how they get you. They'll say, is there anything I could do? Is there anything I could do? You'd be like, all right, your bill is $393. Cash or charge, Venmo, PayPal, cash app, anything. Oh, man. $393, you say? Hmm. I was wondering... Is there any other way I can pay for this? I was wondering. I'm sorry. Any way you can pay for this? Uh, Zelle, Cash App, Venmo, Kohar Cash, or Check or Charge. I gave you about five options. Yeah, I know, but um, is there anything else I can do? Is there anything else? Possibly mm, anything, 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 anything. You mean anything, ma'am? Do you mean what I think you mean? I said anything. Now, here's the deal, guys. I'm going to just tell you as a principal, it sounds like a good deal. It's not a good deal because you still have bills to pay. You can't pay your bills in salami. You can't take her peace leave that you banged out and pay your other bills. You need Cash value. You need fiat currency. You need a transfer from uh, money on this screen to money on that screen. There's only so many women you want to do this with. And plus, you don't want to put your business on the line. Because now that the woman says anything, if in fact she can ensnare you in a trap and she doesn't intend to give you anything, I learned this in middle school, if you offer up, well, why don't you lay on your back Meow, and I can take care of that punani. She can say, wait a minute. Wait a darn minute. I said anything. I certainly did not say this kitty cat. I certainly did not say this kitty cat. What kind of plumber are you? This is a disgrace. It's despicable. I'm calling headquarters right now. What is your supervisor's name? I mean, what kind of guy offers to have sex with their clients? This is despicable. So you thought you was going to get sex and she'll be on the phone like this. Ring. 
bring now she got a free now she got a free repair now she got a free repair and you got charges ninja wait this is plausible deniability i tell you women have been using this since middle school <laughs> right so don't fall for this she has to basically come out and have her titties cup like this and her pinani punani dripping for you to take the deal do not fall for the anything all right in middle school they used to do this a girl come up but girls used to do this to me they take my hat all right, the girls that had a little crush on me and uh, they take my hat and they run around the playground and they hide it and they do all this stuff. They pass it to their girlfriend. And finally, at the end of it, right when you get close of them, they shove it up their shirt. You already know. And you're like, OK. Now I'm limited. I got you. You're here. Give it. So you can't deck them. You can't yell at them and the draw attention and you can't reach up their shirt to grab it. All right, then then they start offering up. All right, if you want it, I'll do anything. I'll do anything. If you help, I'll do anything. If you can. <laughs> All right, if you help me, I'll give, if I give it back, I'll do anything. Do anything. If you do anything, I'll do anything for you. Anything, anything. And you're like, anything? You so horny and dumb. Anything? You try to grab her by the puss. Anything? Did you say anything? Anything? <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. And then as soon as you be like, all right, go ahead. Let's play spin the bottle. How about you suck on this lollipop right here? There's, I got a blow pop for you. Oh, disgusting. Oh, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Anything, you're disgusting. What kind of man are you? This is despicable. You're so dirty minded. Your mind's in the sewer in the gutter. You're so horny. You're thirsty as hell. I did not mean that. I did not mean anything. <laughs> Guys, we've, you should figure this out. In middle school, that they lying to you. Anything but that. All right. Anything but that. But they know it, they know your dumb ass is gonna fall for it. Oh, okay. You wanna copy my homework? You said you'll do anything? Cool. I'll see you in the bathroom in third period. <laughs> All right, bathroom, third period. She's like, What? Wait, wait, wait. No, I said I'll do anything for you. Not not that. That's disgusting. I'm not that type of girl. Right? <laughs> Never fall for anything. Come on, fam. We should know. But ninjas is dumb. Stupid ninjas will do it. And uh, all for about five minutes of stroking her, you gave up $393. Now, how are you going to explain to your girlfriend? How are you going to explain to your landlord, the light bill company? How are you going to explain to your cable company that you didn't get paid this week because you got five minutes worth for some strange puss? Okay, come on. <laughs> All right, nah, man, you can't pay bills stroking your clients. You're going to need money. Where are we at here? No government name SD coach. If you arrested people stealing under $1,000, how would they buy things they need like bread? <laughs> he says, what? I learned this from your U.S. representative AOC. Not sure if you follow her. Have a good weekend. Yeah, I mean, how would they buy bread? I mean, come on, man. You guys got to have a heart, compassion, and sympathy and empathy for these criminals. These criminals. Shout out to last one, Stephen Russell. That this legacy B hurts my head. It's already his kid. He's already has a legacy. What is she talking about? How is denying the child his name a flex on the father? Delusional. Sorry for the rant, coach. Hey, man, it's okay. This is crazy. Yeah, man, this, this is what you're dealing with out here. They're play, not playing with a full deck. 
let's give you to the next one here. Uh, what is this right here? It says Prawn Star Realities. Okay. All right. I'll skip it. I had some other things in mind, but realities are prawn stars. I don't know. We're going to talk about it here. We have a young Millie Mouth Muskrat prawn star. I like it. Milk of Magnesia here. I like it. She looks a uh, little neotness here, but um, prawn star realities. This woman's going to disclose how she got into pornography. All right. I'm always interested. Let's play the video. Uh, let's get the volume up. How you got into adult films because you are new to the industry. Let, let us know how this transition occurred. Well, I remember being very young. I won't say how young, but mm -hmm. I remember always knowing that I wanted to do porn. And I think a small part of me thought it was kind of a joke. Uh -huh. And then uh, the older I got, I was like, yeah, that might be for real. I think I might be a porn star one day. And so I started looking at how you get into it. And I put my ad on this website and I got like 700 messages in my inbox. And I mm. was like, okay, I don't know what's real. I don't know what's fake. I don't know what's out there. So I moved to Long Beach, California, and I started a first job before Hussey had recruited me. And I'd seen them message me a few times and I really wanted Hussey. to work with them. I liked their models. And so Hussey. I finally signed. But one of the things that really pushed me into wanting to get into porn was I was staying at my dad's for the last couple of years, and he has this very large collection of oh. every Playboy magazine you've ever seen in your life. It I is mean, time to stop the fuckery! So your daddy got a Playboy uh, collection? Yeah, he sells sex toys on the side. Oh, okay. So, oh, did he have a porn collection also? Yes. Okay. Very oh, large. And you used to watch his porn? Um, not his porn. But no, like, not his porn with him in it. I mean, the porn that he had. Oh. Yes. Okay. And I would look oh, at these playboys. I mean, some of them are so old. The women aren't allowed to be naked in them. Mm. And that's when I saw Betty Page, who is my style icon. Right. Okay. And Betty Page. It really pushed oh, me into wanting to do porn because I'm very fond of nude photography. Of nude photography. Yeah. Okay, man. Boy, her titties are really low on there, but I'd love <laughs> It's just it's right there. They not even on her chest no more. They in the middle of her stomach. Uh, but hey, I like it, man. There's Mickle Magnesia right there, a little dead in the eyes. Uh, as you guys know, she's a bronze star right there. Yeah. All right, no, no judgment zone over here. We accept them all over here. She could come over here and we could fix her bind if she's ever in the bind here. Um, but uh, interesting enough, interesting enough. There's a couple of things to point out here, obviously. She doesn't have daddy issues, but she does have daddy issues. Uh, this is a woman that has had her dad present, but some somehow found his Playboy magazine stash. And that led her to be a pornographer, right? Uh, but here's the thing about this. Uh, as somebody that has been around a lot of women like this and young women, a lot of people don't know that this is when they decide to do these things. All right? It's not when they're 18, 21, 25. It's when they're very young and most of it is because we're now exposed to it. I, I, She looks like she's in her 20s. I'm going to say she looks like she's in her early 20s. I'm going to say 22-ish, 25 at, at the most. When you think and consider that, time has gone by, but 10 years, you reduce 10 years from that, you're in the year 2013. You reduce a couple years after that, and then you're in the year 2010. So, it is not out of the realm of possibility that she's talking about her exposure to this was in her adolescence, early adolescence, or preteen years. Preteen years. If you know anybody about modeling and photography or have done model mayhem or any of that on the side, 
you know that women, once they hit 18, 19, they, they start doing modeling like this. They start doing new modeling for people, for arts and art artists and all this stuff. And this is nothing new. The one thing that you're seeing, though, is a lot of them have an early exposure to this or they're curious about it when they're older. I'm sorry, younger. They're curious about it. So they are exposed to it young. They're curious about it young. And before they hit the, hit 18, they're already preparing for it. They're already preparing for it. They're chomping at the bit. Some, unfortunately, do it before 18. And you will find cases of that happening, right? If you look at Tracy Lords or any situation here. Now, the story is going to be once they wreck themselves or if it doesn't work out, they're going to come back and say, well, this damaged me and forced me into it. And, of course, now this, this forced me into a life that I did not want. But as long as they're capitalizing and she's capitalizing, she's capitalizing, she's still making money, she's still in demand, and she's still doing what she believes she wants to do, then the story is a success story. Yep, I was exposed to it young. My dad didn't show me it. I found it. I found these women to be beautiful. I wanted to be them. Then I found out how to get into it. I reached out. My dad didn't make me reach out. I reached out and said, instead of getting a career, working in an office, punching a clock, I'm going to just do this because I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want. And then, then she reached out and immediately got a lot of responses. As you can see, one of the reasons why she appears to be young for her age. So that is definitely a genre. That is a high demand genre. In fact, it is probably one of the most highest demand genres. If you look it up. So then you go further into it and, you know, see that she's going to capitalize on it. A lot of people are going to say the dad caused it. I don't know how you say that. All right, crazy. But now, what does that mean for you? Why do you be hypervigilant? You must understand as a man. I want men to understand this. Much, as much as we say a woman's value is when they're young and a man's value is when they're older, we must understand that by the time a woman's 28, she has already had so much choice, so many decisions, done so many things that if you enter her life at 28 and beyond, you already missed the crazy shit that she chose to do. Now, later on, this could be traumatizing things. They could say, I was traumatized. Yeah, did you? but you, you chose to be around that. Yeah, don't victim blame me. They already decided at a period of their lives even in their early development, to do some things that you would never know about when you meet her at 30. Okay, this is where I want you to understand. These people are making these decisions. They have exposure to it. They're experimenting with it. They're doing it. They're being hired for it. And they ain't even fresh out the box, man. They are early on. I got way too many stories on this. Way too many. And a lot of guys will refuse to accept this. Or they will allow them to play the victim and use that as a victim card later on and say, well, coach, man, you know, these people took advantage of her. Nah, hell no. Hell no. I worked on too many colleges to even accept that. You have to understand that. And by accepting this, by accepting this, this makes you become more hypervigilant for predatory behavior by women that do stuff like this. We're talking about drug exposure. Okay, I worked on high school campuses where these people were already doing drugs. They were already doing hardcore drugs. They were doing pills. They were stealing pills out of their uh, family members' houses. They were smoking weed, dope. They were 
uh, uh, doing coca at early ages, before they hit 18. This is all volunteer behavior. This is why it's very difficult for me to actually pose these people as a victim, even though they're not legal adults. All right, because they're choosing to do this. Oh, well, they were parental lobe wasn't developed. Everybody knows you're not supposed to do coca, right? You're not legally supposed to do coca. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows it. But there's women that are 15, 16, 17 doing coca, all right? Smoking weed. On the track. Scripping. Doing prawn. Interested in prawn, right? Taking naked pictures of themselves. Starting OnlyFans. Doing Instagram. I mean, it is so apparent. And not only that, you will also have, you will also have parents that know this and hide it. Specifically mothers. Specifically mothers. So this is what you want to see here. What I'm showing you is this is the path of uh by the time she's 28, because I think she's I don't even know how old she is. All right, maybe I can look it up. But by the time she's at a different age, see if I can pop this off the screen. She's going to then say, I was victimized. I didn't know what I was doing. My frontal lobe was not developed. All right. Um, I got her at age uh, 20. 20 or 21. I don't know if this is the same person they're talking about here. Yeah, I got her between 21 and 23. Wait a minute. Is that about right? That's, that, we're just going to go with that. 21 between 21 and 23. I don't know if that's the same person. Though. I don't want to click on the link. Because I don't click on Prime on this computer. I don't want my computer to crash. But later on, when she wants to get married and erase her history, a la Mia Khalifa, a la um, Lana Rhodes, then they're going to claim victim. Then they're going to say, well, I didn't know what I was doing. And I was young. They manipulated. They took advantage of me. I didn't get paid what I was supposed to. I was on drug. My daddy calls this. It's Jermaine's fault. All right, I was assaulted. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. So, um, you know, then, then it's going to be that. And then they're going to tell you to empathize for them and look over. It's going to cause their depression. They're going to not be in demand. They're going to not be in demand anymore. Right. So then it's going to be all this stuff. Okay. I'll overlook it, baby. But they're bringing in this much trauma. Trust me, this started well before she was 13 or 12. She even admits this, by the way. And she even knows it because she's even not saying it. She just refuses to say it, so you just won't know about it. Here we go. How you got into adult films because you are new to the industry. Let, let us know how this transition occurred. Well, I remember being very young. I won't say how young. There you, there you, I mean, what, what, would you, what age would you think that meant? Now, uh, I'm, trust me, I know when this stuff starts. I'm, I'm well-versed on that. I know when this stuff starts. It certainly starts before 14. What age would you think this meant? Now, that's number one. Number two. Number two. When they say body count don't matter, <laughs> when they say my past don't matter, how in the world can we continue as men to allow them to chip away with this delusion and sell you this pipe dream? Okay, how, how long are you going to let this go? <laughs> right? How long are you going to let this go where you just be out here talking about, okay, her past don't matter? What? This is outrageous. And so you guys got, now listen, I'm not persecuting her. I don't mind her decisions. I'm not trying to fix her. I would not have a problem participating in the bind fixing ceremony. That's what we're going to have. But what I'm saying for you is you must protect yourself because you think magical age is 18 or 16, that they haven't done any disgraceful things or set themselves up to choose and volunteer to do disgraceful things. 
that you can get out to. And the same thing I would say, this is the same thing because a lot of people are like, well, you're just saying this for your own personal reason. I would say the same thing for these gentlemen. I would say the same thing for these gentlemen. Okay, it's not just about them being young, woman, and attractive, and young, and youth, and fertile. I would say the same thing for these guys. These guys look about the same age, 16, 17, 18. Now, I'm going to say these dumbasses deserve what comes from making a decision like this. Do you understand? I would not even give them the, their past matters too. And look at how look at how they are choosing to do this. Nobody forced them to do this unless you say the gang culture forced them to do it and got the little OGs out there doing this. Well, they decided they decided this and therefore this should carry into their rest of their lives until they're rehabilitated. They need some rehabilitation, right? They need some uh they need to be able to understand that they have better options than this. They have way better options than this. It's no different and women, there it is right there. There's your comparison. This is no different than these gentlemen right here. All right? So you got this. A lot of young people make decisions that will cost them into their future. All right? You see that? And they should suffer the punishment, therefore, before, after, or suffer the consequences for those decisions. It's just what it is sometimes, you know? All right. Ninja took the whole register. By the way, I know a homeboy who did take his, he used to steal registers from stores. He did get caught and go to jail. All right, uh, next prawn star right here. Next prawn star right here is going to say the realities of dating as a prawn star. Aye, aye, aye. All right, I would love to hear this. The realities of dating as a prawn star. Okay, here we go. Thank you for and loyalty, and that's it. I feel like older men have never taken me serious. I go on a date with a guy my age or older, and it's kind of like, well, when are you going to get out of this little phase? And I'm just like, <laughs> little phase? I mean, how years, many people can you say have been in the same career field? 17 years. Like, I think that's a very long time. And, you know, I don't do drugs. I'm a social drinker. I've always mm. done very smart things with my money. I'm not reckless, wild, and crazy. So I'm just kind of like, I don't understand that versus younger men are very like rock on that's awesome do mm -hmm. your thing you know they're very open-minded older men aren't i need you for and loyalty i need you for johnson and loyalty man i tell you man i i just don't under listen i i'm only human i'm only human born to make mistakes here's my question let me just let me just pose it as this just so you can understand women i know you're not going to listen but if i make red pill content this is considered red pill content and i do this i do this for two years five years 10 years 15 years and i decide you know what enough of this i want to get married i want to find my girl let's get married and i found a girl Who's mine? All mine. Find a girl. And I say, baby, I want to date you. I want to give you a ring. I'm going to get down on bended knee and all of that. And she says, yes, daddy. <laughs> right? She says, okay, daddy. And then she goes on the internet and she finds out that I'm coach Greg Adams. I wrote five and 10 books. I talk this shit. I try to tell men that marriage is crazy. I tell you these broads are loonies and lunatics. I, and let's just say she's an older woman and she finds out I talked about older women getting hit by the Sogmeister. They talk about they saggy ass body, sloppy yogurt, right? And she goes back and she looks at my history of content and she says, hold up. 
what is this? I found you on the internet talking shit. <laughs> but now you want to date me and you want me to believe that we're a relationship. She literally would not take that seriously. She would be like, nah, nah, you said you don't like power couples. You said you don't like career women. You said you don't like old women. You said you didn't like to get married. She would literally hold that against me. She would go back into my past and be like, wait a minute, this is terrible. This is a disgrace. What am I getting into? The background test would fail. This is the same thing, right? This is the same thing. Okay, so what she's saying is when men, because she wants a loyal man. <laughs> she wants a loyal man, but she works getting her tonsils buttered. She works taking facials, total package facials. Mm. And she'll say, baby, this is just work. You don't believe that uh, I'm, I'm not loyal to you. This is just work. All right, I got to go ahead and go take it down the gullet. <laughs> Right, I gotta go get gang banged and have a train gang ran on me this morning. Train gang. It doesn't mean I'm not loyal to you. This is a part of my career. So I could focus on my career. <laughs> You're right. Like that's what she's saying. And these men don't. Uh, these men don't necessarily respect me. Now here's where the twist is. She's saying older men don't do it. Older men don't respect her. This is a little phase. When are you gonna get serious about life? Well, she's a professional. Then she says, younger men be like, you go, girl. So this is a woman that obviously gets throttled during her recreational time by younger men because older men don't do it for her because older men ain't dumb. Mm. Younger men probably just want to push their, her insides to their esophagus as a, as a trophy, right? So they don't give a damn. They ain't going to marry you. They not looking to be your boyfriend. They know they ain't going to be loyal. They just want to skeet. They just want to just say, I bone whoever this girl is. Okay, so she's getting support from a group of people that don't give a damn. They're like, hey, man, I ain't going to be here for a long time, but we're going to have a good time. But she wants older men to somehow look past her mistakes. She says, my sins have been washed away. Okay, And she's surprised by this. Like, if I did a pivot switch and I met a girl and was like, okay, baby, let's get married. And then she found my content. She read all my books. And then she was like, what's going on? If I was all dumb, like, what do you mean? Huh? If I acted stupid, that would be delusional. However, on her end, she's delusional about it. Hey, man, I just want salami and loyalty. Loyalty? You're a prawn star. Forget it. And that's it. I feel like older men have never taken me serious. I go on a date with a guy my age or older, and it's kind of like, well, when are you going to get out of this little phase? And I'm just like, <laughs> little. She's looking at you, little phase. How dare you? What do you mean, little phase? I'm going to be getting my tonsils buttered the rest of my life. All right? I'm going to be taking it up to Duke shoot the rest of my life. What do you mean? How, How dare you? What do you mean, this little phase? All right, I'll be having train gangs all my life. Train gang. <laughs> Little phase. I mean, how years, many people can you? Of course. We have a simp. Simp alert. Look at this ninja, of course. He just going to. He going to agree with anything she says. Look at this goofy ass. Niggas always got to show they 17 years? That ain't a phase. That's a whole career, my queen. So I could focus on my career. My porcelain princess. My redhead strawberry blonde. 
Yeah, my pale princess. Whatever you say, baby, that's a whole career. I'll take you, baby. I'll make you a good wife. All right, and of course, it's a ninja. Ninjas, we low class. The ninja, I know, this is self-hate. Ninja, we low class. We ain't got no class at all. We got no standards, no backbone, no nothing. When do we start standing up against shit? Nothing. Ninjas were ninja. Ninjas are rather die on they wait, die on they feet than wait a minute. Rather die on their knees and live wait, live on their knees and die on their feet. I don't know what it is here. I think it's the opposite. I I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. The opposite of curse to most ninjas. All right, here we go. You say I've been in the same career field 17 years. Like, I think that's a very long time. And, you know, I don't do drugs. I'm a social drinker. I've always done very smart things with my money. I'm not reckless, wild, and crazy. So I'm just kind of like, I don't understand that. Versus younger men are very like, rock on. That's awesome. Do your thing. You know, they're very open-minded. Old- uh, these probably are like black younger men, too. Black younger men. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. I don't know what her repertoire is. I don't know what her... <laughs> I don't know what her catalog looks like. I'm just imagining most of the time <clears throat> if a woman looks like this, she looks kind of thick, right? She's thick for a white woman. She's probably doing ninja porn. She's probably doing ninjas in Timberland boots and, and sagging jeans. So the men she's probably talking about, the younger men saying rock on, I would probably say they ninjas. But what do you say? These aren't white boy, frat boy, younger men. Let me look her shit up real quick. Hold up for a second. Yeah, she in her 40s. She doing old MILF prawn ninjas. So she talking about young black men. <laughs> they just trying to get them cheeks. Yeah. Older men aren't. I need you for dickin' loyalty. Yeah. I need you to uh, even the lowest class woman wants loyalty. Oh, she been black. Yeah, she this is she looks like she does black prom. She don't do white boy prom. Um um I'm trying to think here. Even the lowest class woman wants loyalty. I mean, it's innate. It's biological. They can't help it. And it also preserves any sort of um any sort of uh security protection, any other financial gain. And um and uh, I don't understand this. Why are they always pushing loyalty when you're just a disloyal tramp? Tramp. All right, tramp at best. Let's go to the next clip here. Married men, or a man says men can easily smash. I'll let him explain it. All right, here we go right here. I'll let him explain it. And uh, people in the comments lit his ass up. So we'll see here. They also kid him with the not every man should have a, po- a podcast. I haven't listened to the entire clip. So I don't know if I disagree or not, but if you look at the heading, it says man says men can easily smash three random women, but can't have smashies with their girl three times in a row. All right, interesting concept here. Interesting concept. Let's let them explain it. I told a girl the other day, our bodies don't even tell us to love y'all. It tells the fuck y'all. Like it does. Like it, I said this, it's easy to Three girls back to back. It's hard to f- your girl three times in a row, right behind each other. Like think about that. Like if you really pre- like think about that, right? <laughs> three girls walking in back to back. You up and ready each time. It don't matter. Your girl back like trying to hit her three times in a row. They're gonna tell you, nah, man, we don't want this. Mm. It's most cases. 
Like our bodies tell us to go and get somebody else. Yeah. That's why 30 men can populate the whole planet. It's running through our bodies. It's like saying, yeah. our, our brains don't say fall in love. It's say her and I get some of that kind. <laughs> and then I'm gonna try to <laughs> Like, but they don't know that our bodies say this Instinctually. Yeah. All right, this is gonna be a tough one. We're gonna hurt some feelings on this one. We're gonna hurt some feelings. Uh, press one in the chat if you agree with what he's saying. I'll play it again. Press four in the chat if you disagree. All right, and we'll talk about this, but this is kind of can only come from a man who has experience and or I'm gonna put it in the context. So press a one in the chat if you agree. Press a four in the chat if you disagree. And we're going to teach you a little bit here. We're going to teach a little bit here. So I'm going to play it again here and uh, and see if we can come to a uh, consensus here. Here we go. Let's play it again. I told a girl the other day, our bodies don't even tell us to love y'all. It tells the fuck y'all. Like it does. Like it, I said this, it's easy to fuck three girls back to back. It's hard to fuck your girl three times in a row right behind each other. Like, think about that. Like, if you really, pre like, think about that, right? Three girls walking in back to back, you up and ready each time. It don't matter. Your girl back, like, trying to hit her three times in a row, your dick going to tell you, nah, man, we don't want this. It's most cases. Like, our bodies tell us to go and get somebody else. Yeah. That's why 30 men can populate the whole planet. It's running through our bodies. It's like saying, yeah. our, our brains don't say fall in love. It's say her and I get some of that kind and then I'm gonna try this. <laughs> like but they don't know that our body say this instinctually yeah this is a tough one for a lot of people this is a tough one um uh the comment section lit them up though so uh before we before we um before we go into it um this is what the comment section had to say just so you can know it says basically he's saying he hate his girl uh, another guy looks to be a male says pure clownery and pure clownery and immaturity at its finest. Another woman says, can we get the men off the mics for 2024, please? And thank you. That's the common criticism. That's a normally response at this point. Just not deal with it. Just get people off the mic. Ninja be trying to make their addiction normal to everybody. Uh, another woman, I'm tired of podcast equipment being on clearance. All right. So I, I, I dismiss all of those type of comments comments a woman says i agree with the second slide lord have okay there's a second slide oh no okay there's a, okay the sec the second slide i, I don't know the second slide is y'all gotta stop giving random men podcasts okay all right let's go in right here that's that's a normie comment by this point who is this girl Birilliza? i don't even know what that is okay she's saying ugly women this is why disease run rampant in our community He's on his own with that one from a male. A male says, except Lord Jesus Christ before it's too late. The kingdom in heaven is at hand. Another woman says us women just need to stay single. These men do not want to love us and they are making it entirely clear. And I would agree with that. Last one. A woman says, sir, what? Just say you have this issue from whatever overstimulating uh, yourself porn sex addiction or whatever it is all right so this is overwhelmingly dismissed by people who answered this man needs to come out of the closet these men are so lost it's scary so what's the point of her being your girl this means she's not for you all right so there there you go right here overwhelmingly dismissed 
overwhelmingly dismissed by the general population. Now, here's my point on this. I'm going to I'm going to say I I agree with what he said. I un, let me just say this. I understand what he's talking about. Now, it might be from personal experience. So I will just say this. Not everybody is going to have that experience. That's that's number 1. Not and everybody's going to have that same experience. I think what he is, he's highly experienced in the bedroom. Some people might call him a Tyrone. All right. Now, he also has another experience that many men don't have, which is cohabitation. And or he's probably been married. So he's lived with women and he's cohabitated and he probably has a lot of sexual experience. Most men do not have these things. So if you do not have those things or one or two of those things, you might not understand. You might not understand because if you've lived with the woman long enough, you will at some point experience some dysfunction sexually. If you're inexperienced or you're in a short-term relationship or the woman's new to you, it doesn't apply. This is not going to apply, meaning that this is the first six months that you've been with this woman. Right. Um, it's the first couple of weeks you've been with this woman that that doesn't count. He's not talking about that. Inevitably, if it's your first opportunities with the woman, you're going to be ready to go. You're going to just be throttling. You're not going to understand that you're, you're like, what? Every time I'm with a new woman or every time, like if you're 24, you've been with six women in your life or less. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. You're going to be like, boom, I'm out. I'm in it. I'm ready to go. I had it as many times, any many rounds. However, if you've been with a woman and you live with her past two years, you're probably going to experience this. You're going to experience something like this, a.k.a. she wants three rounds. You're not going to give it to her. Now, if the opposite was uh, given to you as a choice or presented to you and you're with a woman two to five years and you've already experienced dysfunction in a way or the lack of willingness to go three rounds with your girl, if she asked, you'll know that if three women came in that door or every hour another woman came in, you will be ready to go comparatively to if your girl asked you for three rounds. I'm telling you, this is, this is what it is. It's just biologically how men are fixated. We're just talking about long-term. So this is where people might not understand. They might not understand it if you haven't been long-term. If you haven't lived with the woman and you heard her dookie in the morning. And she went and dookied and you walked in the bathroom, smelled her shit. You seen her pick her nose. You heard her fart. You seen her period panties all over the room. All right. You've seen her in a state that is less than arousing. Then... You do this over periods of time. You're going to suffer some sexual dysfunction. You're going to. The, the, the way you look at her, or let's just add this. You've seen her push a baby from her punani. You've seen her push three babies from her punani. These things will add in to the, hmm, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So then you'll see these things when you talk about attraction, it does wane. It does wane. So if that, that's, the, that's where I'm going to understand it. That's, yeah, the novelty's gone. So when I'm thinking about this and what he's saying, 
people aren't thinking about it from the position of he's talking about his girlfriend that is long-term. Potentially, we're looking at a cohabitation or a wife. And also, he's an older male. He's not 22. He's not 27. He looks like he could be knocking on 40. He looks like he could be knocking on 40. In fact, I see a lot of just for men in that beard. So if he's knocking on 40, you guys don't understand that sexual dysfunction is a thing. It is a thing. If you're 22, this is, does not apply to you. If you're 27 or 28, it may not apply to you. If you're 40, this could possibly apply to you. This could possibly be your experience. This is why guys need what? Once they get a certain age and they're in a cohabitation, what do they need? Little blue pills. to ar- Guys, let me just say this. If there's a such thing as Cialis and uh, what is it, Viagra, Viagra suggests that you cannot function correct mostly with long-term problems. Mostly, I mean, long-term women, relationships and marriage. Most married men need an extra stimulus to get aroused. Most men that work in pornography, they used to have fluffers. A lot of them take Cialis, multiple doses. Some men shoot something directly into their shaft to stay aroused. <laughs> Blue chews. Some men need younger women to stay around. So, again, my I think what people are missing in the context, to dismiss this biology, biological conversation, to dismiss it suggests that experience is not what you're talking from. Right, you don't have the experience. You don't have, you know, let's say you have limited experience with women. This is not going to apply to you because you would likely be aroused no matter what, whoever was in front of you. You so it you would not understand. If you're not if you're under 30, you probably wouldn't understand. If you're a one woman, you probably wouldn't understand. I think this is in the position where he says, This is my girl. It's difficult for me over time to keep that function. But 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 with three women in a row, he probably would have function. Now, here's the thing here. I'm just trying to, yeah, all men have limited experience. Indeed. Indeed. And uh, I'm going to just say this. <laughs> I'm going to just say this. I think that um, you also don't have the experience to say you've had three women in a row. Now, watch this. Watch this. Now I'm going to eliminate. I'm going to eliminate 98% of men. Watch this. Have you ever had three women in a row? Huh? Have you ever had an opportunity to have three women in a row? Now, if you have not, how in the hell can you speak on this? (laughs) Right? Wait, 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 wait. How do you know? I know there's some things you don't have to experience to know. But if you have not had this opportunity to to compare the two, you don't have a comparison (laughs) to say, no, I would not be, in fact, find that more arousing. You're just saying I wouldn't do that because uh, I don't like my girl. Have you had it? I'm going to say this. I have. Okay, now, I'm not bragging, but 
I've been in this experience. And it's somewhat true. I can just tell you, it is somewhat true. Now, the situation just happened to be that. I didn't create it. I didn't look for it. It just happened to be in time it developed. Okay, over time, it just was happened to be one of those days where lightning struck. In that case, true, yes, some men will probably find it to be true. <laughs> so if you haven't, my, my question, if you haven't, first of all, you've never had a long-term girlfriend. You've never moved, lived with a woman. And you've never had three women opportunities. How the hell can you tell me that it's false? That's my problem with this entire conversation. You're just saying no, but you've never had any. And most men have never had, I would say 60% of men have never had just a intimate partner that was consistent. So how are you talking about it? <laughs> Number one, you've never lived with a woman. You've never been married. You've never had long-term sex with a person over two years. How are you speaking from this? Then you take the opposite what he explained, you've never had three women in a row or three women spaced out in a 24-hour period. How the hell would you know? And most of you guys aren't his age. So that's the only way I would defend it. Now, I would say it doesn't apply to most men. What he's saying does not apply to most men. It applies to us, a percentage of men, but it doesn't apply to all. And that's the reason why, because you wouldn't even have this opportunity for you to even figure this out. Some men would say, I wouldn't even want this opportunity, right? I wouldn't even want something like that. I think I would have a sexual partner that would be able to please me every time for three rounds for the rest of our lives. That is a pipe dream, but that's your reality. That's your reality. You just would assume that. And you also wouldn't be able to have new partners enough to distinguish if you would be more aroused or less. So my, my point is, it doesn't apply to most men. That wouldn't apply. All right, and some people do have emotional connections with their partner that are greater than some other men's, right? They've already lost arousal. You mostly engage emotionally through sex, which is very rare for men to do. Very rare for men to do. Some men do it. Like, for instance, once you have sleep with a woman, you're obsessed with her. For me, for me, I, I can... I cannot even know, I cannot know the woman enough. I don't even care about her. I can, it's like a handshake at this point, right? <laughs> For me, intimacy with a woman is more of like a recreational act, less than emotional. I'm, there's almost zero emotion at this point in my life. So that's why this would apply to me. And I don't have long-term partners like, for instance, like I wouldn't live with a woman or have it long-term or keep her exclusive to me. So again, this doesn't apply to me. It doesn't apply where I could understand his point. But a lot of other guys, as soon as a woman lays down with you, you're, you're stuck on her like glue. Anyway, let me play it again just for you guys to see it. But I can see why people would disagree, and I can see why people would agree, and I explain why. All right, here we go. And my, here's the last thing about this. Why are people, I don't understand why people are call, have to call names. When this happens here, he explained the situation. And not only that, he can back it up by biology. What he's saying is biologically true. If you believe that there's erectile dysfunction, that's function. If you, if you understand that most people don't have, engage in long-term sex, most people don't engage in long-term monogamous sex. This is true. 
Most women are disinterested in sex after a while before you're disinterested in her. Most women are lazy in bed. Most women use sex as a punishment, as reward, not always for pleasure. Not only that, then you go in long term. Most people, most people have had affairs in marriages. Most people have affairs in marriage. The, high, the rates are just out of, out of control. When you start boiling it down, he ain't lying. But when we get to this point about monogamy, we're supposed to just believe monogamy is biological. Monogamy is not biological. Monogamy is a choice, and it is a conscious decision, and it is a choice you make every day. That's what monogamy is. It is not something that is inherent or innate, innate where the guy says, I love you, therefore there, I will forsake all others biologically. It's in my system. It is not. He loves her, then he chooses to forsake all women every day of his life. Every day, it's a choice he makes every day. Just like women, it's a choice he makes every day. It is not inherent. So then to say, hey, he's wrong Something's wrong with him. He's an addict. No, no, no. There's not anything wrong with him. He's choosing to not be monogamous. That's it. There's nothing wrong with him. He's not overstimulated. He's saying, I choose in this situation to not be monogamous. Just like you choose to be monogamous. It's a choice. It is not biology at all. It is a strategy. It is a choice. It is basically to reward the woman in your life. It is actually to reward your children. It is actually to build children in communities. That is what monogamy is. It does not mean he's something malfunctioning because he's non-monogamous. All right, anyway. All right, here we go right here. Let's get, is that the, is that the last slide? We have uh, another slide right here. But what is the next subject? Uh, I guess we'll play this clip, too. This is the last one. I'll do some super chats. Uh, this woman is going to say she has a friend that's a skeezer. Okay, here we go. I think my friend is a bit of a hoe. Ooh. Should I tell her? She sleeps with random people all the time. I swear, one week she slept with 10 people. Or am I being judgmental? She's happy, so maybe I shouldn't care. <laughs> What's your face like that? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This is 10 people in a week, you know. <laughs> she had to fit two in one day in a couple of those days. <laughs> Three of those She had to double dip sometimes. Oh, <sighs> my God. <laughs> She's not a hoe. She has a horrifying sexual disease. It's called addiction. A sex addiction. Of course it is. It's an addiction. I thought she was going to say she has one night stands here and there. <laughs> Sleeps with married men. I thought she was going to... Not 10 people a week. 10 divided by Are seven. you joking me? 1.4. <laughs> 1.4 a day. We spoke about how we don't think people should be like slut shamed, called we a We say that, but we are going to slut Of course we are. Why? They're 10 people of motherfucking week. Is it bad? I think. All right. And so this is now the opposite. So now we're going to see how people treat the opposite right now. So we're saying the woman sleeps with 10 men a week. And is he an addict? Is he is is she a slut right now? We were fast to throw the guy under the bus and say he's a this and he's a that. When the women do it, are they getting the same treatment? Are people asking us to bypass that as, no, we shouldn't shame her? 
do we just shame men when we're doing this and not shame women? Like, are, are both treated the same? Are one person Is one person treated like you're the man and the other one, oh, you're a hoe? So as you can see, the dynamics are quite confusing. Even the women are saying she's addicted, she's nasty, she has an STI. None of these things are inherently true. She just is promiscuous, right? She has no social construct controlling her, her ability to engage sexually with people. Now, it is a lot to have 10 in one week, I'm going to say. That would be somewhat reckless, I would say. Now, three in one day would be reckless as well. Protect yourself. But now you're looking at it as something that I want to point out here. A lot of women do have skeezer friends, okay? They do. Lots of women have skeezer friends. So a lot of times we'll call these women out for this behavior, and some women will be like, what? I don't understand. Where are you meeting these women? But at the same time, they know some women that will be getting down and dirty. Every woman has whole friends, <laughs> right? Every woman has whole friends. Every woman has that friend, at least at least one that get down and dirty. Ladies, raise your hand. My friend is a bit of a hoe. Ooh. Should I tell her? She sleeps with random people all the time. I swear, one week she slept with 10 people. <laughs> Look at her first. Her face is like, what? How? This is crazy. There's like, she's like this. Oh, the humanity. Uh, yeah, some women would never do this. Just like some men would never see themselves sleeping with three women in 24 hour period. So she sees herself like that. So there are some women that would be surprised by this. But I'm going to tell you, man, a, a lot of women know these girls right here. These a, a lot of women know girls like this, but they will claim to not, unfortunately. Well, am I being judgmental? She's happy, so maybe I shouldn't care. <laughs> What's your face like that? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This is 10 people in a week, you know. <laughs> she had to fit two in one day in a couple of those days. Yeah, I, I know women like this, unfortunately. By the way, any woman working the blade is like this as well. She has a double dip sometimes. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's not a hoe. She has a horrifying sexual disease. Um. Okay. It's called addiction. Addiction. Do you believe, press one in the chat, if you believe someone could be addicted to sex. I, I, do, I do have an opinion on this. Press one in the chat if you think people can be addicted to sex. Press four in the chat if you believe that there's no such thing. This is just a pleasure event. People find pleasure in this, and they're using it as a means to be able to get by. I do know women that are capable and that have done something like this. I don't know a lot of women, but I know people are capable. But press one in the chat if you agree that it could be an addiction. And male or female, male or female. Male or female, not just the women, male or female. Press four if you believe there's no such thing as a sexual addiction. All right, I do have an opinion on it. All right, here we go right here. Press four in the chat if you believe there's no such thing as a sexual addiction. Remember, you got to consider men in this as well. Because if men are with 10 women in a week, is that an addiction or what is it? All right, let me get to these super chats here and the contributions. Appreciate y'all for joining us. We're going to get this show rolling. Do me a favor, hit the like button in the building. Brown 310 says, stop putting babies in these 304s. Mm. 
Stop putting babies in these 304s. Shout out to you, DG. Seymour says, the God that the women worship is not Catholic, Hebrew, Islamic, or Hindu. It is the nanny goat, Lilith, and the Baphomet is who they worship. Um, Yes, I mean, it is something like that, but they they don't know it. <laughs> they don't know it. They think they're, you know, I think any, if you're a religious person, shout out to you. I'm not a religious person, all right, at all. I studied a lot of religions and on a general basis, not studied it to really know and understand it to a great extent. I just know that there's a lot of choices and I know we're highly influenced. Most people don't pick their religion. They are introduced to it at a, at, in their youth. So I understand that much of it comes from what you were exposed to first. So that's what you choose. Now, with that being said, a lot of people do women and particularly reach to what you would call secular or a little bit more, um, less than traditional religions, but they reach to it not as a religion. They do it for healing. They do it for answers. They do it for kind of to be able to control either themselves or other, or to be able to say, hey, this thing is controlling me. It is not me. My horoscope has said that I would behave this way. My astrological um, sign says this behavior is indicative of this. This is why I act this way. You see where the control comes in. She can release the control to something else. Now, the other religions tend to be guiding you to make good choices and then judging you or saying you're a sinner. So then the control is back to the woman, right? You must control yourself. That is the religion. That's a traditional religion, and it puts the onus of the, uh, on the woman. Therefore, it says you will be judged by whoever, and thus you control your decision-making. Most women ain't going to like that shit. They're going to be like, uh-uh. They hear all that, uh-uh. And so they'll do a mixture of pick cherry-picking between what the religion, the good book says in their traditional, and then they'll go back in the spiritual world, world a.k.a. the Black Mirror, Lilith, Jezebel, all right, the Baphomet, the Nanny Goat, all right, whatever it is, a witchcraft, sorcery, uh, signs, moon stars, quasars. They'll go back to something else that relinquishes the control to them and then puts it back onto whatever it is that's guiding. So that that's where that's where I see women guiding themselves. And this is why they are often considered the people that should be presided over by a human source, which is the man. We're supposed to preside preside over them to protect them and teach them accountability, teach them good good decision making and so forth. All right. Now that women don't want no part of that. When they don't have your guidance, they will seek out that. Not saying it's wrong. They will seek out that because it takes the control and the onus away from them. Mm. Right? You guys got to know how they work. All right? They, they will be guided by Satan before they be guided by the Lord. <laughs> All right? This, I'm teaching you the understanding of women. We don't just shame them. I don't like, I don't like to just shame women. I like to call them names, but I call everybody names. So that's not. We teach you what. We teach you what they do and how they do it and why. That's what it is. All right. So when it comes to religion and spirituality, they will mix a cocktail of spirituality and they will have a little religion into it to actually, you know, disguise it. But then they're also relinquishing control and accountability of their decision making and say, hey, that my behavior as such, this is how this is how they work, man. It's how they work. And then you should know this because if you're raising daughters, you should know this. 
This is why they rebel. This is why they give us problems. This is why they they are called the agents of chaos. This is why they move the goalposts. Right? This is why they act the way they act. This is why they're erratic. This is why they're emotional. We understand. Yeah, they're rebellious. Feminism is rebellion. It was a biggest shit test as ever. It doesn't exist. And it ain't even counterintuitive. It ain't even logical what they're asking for. Then when they get it, they move the goalpost to something else. So it is basically the Trojan horse. And um, with that being said, I don't look down on it. We just relinquished control to it and gave them the control because we were horny little goats. Yeah. He said, on this channel, nobody's left out. I get everybody. When it comes to hey, look. Hey, you know why? I have no allegiance. I have no loyalties. I have no allegiances. I have no loyalty. I don't have loyalty to black people. <laughs> right? Ninjas would be like, you hate yourself. I'm not loyal or elite. I don't pledge any allegiance to y'all ninjas. <laughs> Here come the black people. They run it now. They're like, hey. All right, I have no allegiances out here. I am a truly free and disconnected from any of y'all issues or you people. <laughs> I'm out here. I'm doing for self and I'm keeping the wealth. All right. It is what it is. <laughs> right. Weak y'all weak ass ninjas. I got no allegiance. If you think I'm going to just choose your side because you a weak ass ninja. All right. I ain't got no allegiances for weak ass ninjas. All right. We call them Mitches. I got no Mitch allegiance. If you a Mitch, you just a Mitch at the end of the day. And I'm going to let you know you's a Mitch. There, there it is right there. So I'm not just going to be like, see these women tripping, huh, coach? Nope. What did you do? Mm. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. Y'all want me to fight for you, and then I'm watching ninjas. You know what I mean? Y'all want me to defend just any old goofy-ass behavior. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it like that. Remember that ninja got shot by the police the other day after he put up the police in the mandible claw and ninjas was trying to defend them. Not I. Uh, uh-uh. Remember that? See, I'm not going to defend goofy shit because ninja, I'm a man of principle. So I don't defend Mitch's. I don't defend ninjas that get shot by the police after they put them in the mandible claw. All right. I don't defend women, wacky ass women because they got a punani. All right. I got no allegiance to none of y'all cowards. I don't do I don't defend fat Americans, fat lazy Americans. I mean, look, y'all be like, we need to be proud. All right, y'all running around here looking like the good year blimp. All right. Nope. I don't defend these depressed agenda people, pseudoscientists, therapists. All right, none of these people, man. I got no allegiance to you people. <laughs> You want me to just defend you because you have a box. Hey, we're Americans. Box, defend us. Nope. No. No. Raider Nation in the house, though. Anyway. Anyway, we need to tighten up around here. We need to tighten up. Men need to tighten up. Y'all would just want to come out here and let anybody old defend you. Hey, man, you got a platform. So what you should be doing for your kind and your people and men like us, you need to defend us at all costs doing despicable things to these women. I don't, I don't defend men doing despicable things to women. All right, now hear me out. I know what you think I do to women is despicable, but I'm going to just tell you, if you do despicable things for women, I don't defend you, a.k.a. Game, like the game dating coaches. I think they're disgraceful. 
on many instances. There are some things that they do that they bring a level of uh, female nature and understanding of women. I like that stuff. But I don't defend dating coaches. I literally toss them under the bus. I don't like them. I don't like what they're talking about. I don't like what they're selling young men. I think they're disgraceful. I think pimps are disgraceful. Disgraceful, despicable human beings. And then when you celebrate pimp culture, I'll be like, and then criticize women. I'm like, you guys are just despicable. You see, you see how it can work both ways. And I had a family member that's a cold hard, cold hard pimp. And he's in prison right now serving hundreds of years, hundreds of years. But I'm like, on one end, you want to say these women are whores. And then, then uh, you want to big up pimping? Nah, not I, man. I got to say no. I got to say no to that shit. And pimps are the biggest simps out here. You just don't know about it. They big time simps. They do things that you wouldn't even engage in doing, but you big up in them. They sleep with the girls who sleep with other people for money. I mean, those are their girlfriends in essence, right? So what are we doing here? What are they doing? I don't understand you men. Why, why would you big up? Like you're calling the men that sleep with the women tricks. Then the pimps sleep with the women who sell themselves. Hold up for a second. I'll be like, wait a minute. Are you? You didn't know that? Oh, th- those are their girlfriends. Oh, by the way, this is what they're accusing Andrew Tate of as well. If you didn't know, and he called himself the big pimp at one particular point. And yes, those were his girlfriends. Huh? That's how he framed it. That's how he got them. And that's how they live with him. They were, this, they were his girlfriends. I mean, come on, man. People don't really know how it works. And a lot of them be pimping teenagers. We just don't want to talk about it. But then you want to call dudes perverts for sleeping with teenagers. But a lot of them sleep with teenagers. I mean, a lot of them pimp teenage girls. I mean, can we get the story straight? Can we get the story straight? You know what I mean? We can't big up. We can't big up activity that then you say they literally are a walking contradiction. And you big up them. And then you then say the other dudes are. I'm like, what the hell, bruh? You guys got to know how things really work. I'm here to teach you how things really work. So you can, and this is normally for young men because you don't get it. You don't understand it. Y'all think these dudes pimp girls like it's an office job. Like all of a sudden at 6 a.m., he drops them off at a pimp palace, his pimp palace. And, and then they go somewhere else. And then they show back up at the pimp palace to pick them up and put them on the track. No. They live with him. The girls live with him. They live with these girls. They sleep with these girls. And these girls are many times considered introduced as their girlfriend initially and somewhat throughout the relationship. So what are we talking about? (laughs) What are we talking about? Ninjas do not know. They have no clue. Like the ninja t- drop him off at 6 a.m. Then he goes to an office job. He goes to an office job. He's a good, honorable citizen. And then comes back. All right, girls, time to get on the track at 11 o'clock. But people don't know, man. After a while, after he gets older, he probably does less of this. Oh, and then one more thing. 
What does a pimp normally do when he ends his business and he's not in jail? Hmm? I'm just giving y'all information. What is a pimp known to do when he ends his pimping? What is he known to do after he ends his pimping and all his bitches is gone? What does he normally do? Let me see if y'all can get it. All right, he down to the last broad. I'll help you out. He becomes a preacher and a pastor. Exactly. And what does he do? What does he do? What does he do? All his pipping is gone. He becomes a preacher and a pastor. He turns to God or some religion. And then what? He gets married to who? Who does he marry? Who does he marry? <laughs> he says he slaps himself. Who, who does he marry? His bottom bitch. Who was a what? Who was his bottom bitch? Was a what? what? What was she? Anybody knows what she was? Anybody knows what she was? What was she? See if y'all can get it. I'm on a 10 second delay. He marries. What, what was his bottom bitch? What was her job? <laughs> See if y'all can get it. All right. She was a hoe. That's what she was. All right. She, she was his best hoe. Come on, man. Put the shit together. He was his best and most, or, the, the hoe organizing the hoes. She was the hoe, the, the hoe that did the hoeing. She was the enforcer. Come on, bro. We big up in that. We big up in that. Ninja, y'all need to, y'all need, y'all young. Remember, we on some grown man shit over here. Shout out to grown man business. I got to say that as we transition. We on some grown man shit. Come on, man. Put it together. You young guys ain't putting it together yet because you don't have experience. And by the way, Iceberg Slim did this. Any, anybody that has ever gone through this particular, they all do this. This is their characteristic. Thus, what are they doing? What are we doing here? They're kind of doing both. Anyway, let's get in the building here. If that's what we're doing, we got to go ahead and say, hey, we choosing to be despicable ourselves. And I'm not about to do both and say, hey, let's keep the women in line and let's keep being despicable over them. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Well, anyway, that's what you want to do. Again, remember, I'm speaking from, I, I never experienced, I've never been a pimp. But again, I had a very close family member that did this. And I got to see it right in front of my face. Okay? I got to see how the whole operation works. It's not what you think. <laughs> it is not what you think. It's not like you got an honorable wife at the house and you got a suburban house behind a gate. And then when you say, okay, honey, I'm leaving, uh, kiss the kids. All right, you got an honorable wife who was a virgin when you married her. Then you go to your pimp headquarters. All right, you wake all your hoes up at 1030. All right, bitches, get ready. All right, all right, all y'all get ready. Get your patties on and your G-strings. Get your damn fishnet stockings on and your high heels. All right, let's get out there on the blade. And then you cruise the town. You hitting the horn. All right, you letting all the hoes push all the money all in your, your pimp mobile. And then... At 6 a.m. as the sun rising, you take them to Denny's and you get all the holes in check. All right. You start checking off your. All right. You got a thousand two hundred. Then when they done, you drive them back home. All right. Everybody go on and go home. And then you go home to your wife. Hi, honey. I'm home. <laughs> you never touch the broads over there. Ay, ay, ay. No, nope, you sleeping with them. Them your girlfriends. 
Them your buy them your top bitches. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then you go home. You live your suburban life. All right. I'm doing so well. I have a pimp business over here. Right? Jesus. Let's get into this, man. I'm I'm here to help y'all. I, and listen, if you choose that life, choose that life. But man, it ain't easy out here, as they say. Pimping ain't easy. All right, where we at here? <laughs> Nothing but the truth says from Kenya watching since 2020. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. All right, Blackfro says if she says I'll do anything, it equals I'll use anything in the court of law to use against you. Future Me Too case facts. All right. Uh, Face Facts says that young woman who got into corn had to go live with her dad when child support ran out for uh, her mom. What? Wow. Huh? Boy, I don't know, man. The regular dude says women understand their sexual value very clearly. They clearly know what's going on. Never think they're, uh, one thing, gentlemen, never, never think they're naive. Uh, naivete, naivete is a, a manipulation tactic. Gentlemen, manip, uh, naivete is a manipulation tactic. So for instance, if she says, I just don't understand, huh? What? That's manipulation. They know what the hell's going on. They, you guys think women are dumb? I, I would go and say, eventually say it's more men are dumb when it comes to that. These women don't understand. Yeah, they do. They clearly understand. <laughs> the game is to get your dumb ass to think they don't understand. That's where game is. Y'all just don't know. All right. They clearly understand what's what. Now, what they understand is if they can get you to believe they don't understand, they can get you to take that L. And they can avoid taking that L. They just don't want to take accountability. So they'll play dumb and you'll believe they're dumb. And you'll be sitting there trying to do what? Trying to talk to them like they blew in the face. All right. To you blew in the face. You'd be like, I want to get you to understand. How come you can't understand? This is why we tell men in the true leadership of grown man uh, strategy here. What we tell them is give them their instructions one time. If I have to repeat myself, just look at them. Instructions one time. If I have to repeat myself, do not yell or scream. Just turn around, put your hands in your pocket like the Pippin did. Put your hands in their pocket and look at them. Then walk away. If they violate a third time, get rid of that bitch. She ain't worth anything. Ain't no need to other. Don't, do you understand? No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> they understand. They ain't dumb. We're believing they're dumb and delusional. Delusional is a strategy. It's a solution. Come on. They be playing us for fools when they act like they don't understand. They understand clearly. They just don't want to they just don't want to lose. They're going to get you to take that L. Where are we at here? <laughs> the the fact that we think they don't understand keeps making us lose. All right, anyway. Shadow Hyder is in the building. He doubled up. He says, what's the percentage of marriages that have affairs? Well, it is said that it's between uh, 24 to 30%, but that's people who admit it. I would believe it's higher than that. And there are some people who have showed studies. Once they boil it down into a study, 
where there was no punishment for revealing answers, it could be upwards to 50%. Now, if you include the people who are in sexist marriages, it's disgraceful. All right, it's disgraceful. All right, Schedule B says three in a day shouldn't be hard to believe for some. One Saturday morning, wait, one Saturday morning who stayed over, one in the afternoon, then a gordita who stopped by at 11. It could happen. It ain't going to happen often, though. In my case, if any of these things were close to happening, it was something like that. It just happened. Okay, I would not go out to try to do it, by the way. Like, going out to try to accomplish this is not going to, it's going to be a waste of time. Schedule P, one of the, he says, one of Coach's funniest rants is when he said, nobody's outside when the fine girls come by. Yes, but everybody outside when the ugly girls come to visit. Oh, boy. All right. Indeed. Indeed. Shout out to you, man. That is so true. JC says, when I, when I'm done pimping, I'll put my Tims in a trophy case. Shout out to you. <laughs> Pimp. Indeed. Somebody says, Coach dealt with the with them for many years. Dude, I'm just telling you, I've been in leadership posi- positions with women. And my take on dealing with women in leadership, this is if you have a business, you're a boss, you're a coach. It don't matter what you're doing. If you're in a leadership position in women, with women, you must establish. First of all, you must not become sexual with them. That's going to give you leverage. The minute you flirt or become sexual, you lose leverage. And then you'll never be able to do what I'm going to suggest. But if you're in a leadership position in women, you must establish up front that you ain't taking no shit. All right, listen. We all mature adults. You chose to be here. You're going to do this job. The minute you start manipulating and doing whatever the hell you think you're doing, all right, and um, you, want, you must nip this shit in the bud early on. Once they start getting to other women and talking, it's a cancer. So the first thing is, and what a lot of guys mess up, is you become sexually interested or active with them. Flirting, right? You're trying to be nice to them. Hi, baby doll. You're trying to treat them like they're a kid. Nah, we grown-ass people in here. We about to get this job done. Who on? Let's go. Everybody buckle up. And the bitch, y'all, she grab her beefcase. Let's go. I treat them the same. Let's go. But but if you if you don't nip it in the bed, but or you cross the line, it's going to make your system not work. So when they start playing goofy and dumb, I said, oh, we going to play dumb? All right, listen up. <laughs> right? Then you start laying down the groundwork. Listen, we ain't got time for all these games. All right? You need to get your acts. You need to get yourself under control here. We need to get under control. We ain't doing this around here. This is not what I do. And if they don't want to do it, okay, I need to get rid of you because what you're going to do is uh, Lizzo experienced this. And, and um, Lizzo experienced this. This is another thing. Where it happens is you're trying to make a team environment. You're trying to make a team culture, but you allow flirting. You allow dirty jokes and sexual jokes. And then what Lizzo did was she crossed the line and took her dancers to a strip club, a male review strip club. And then her workers became the party. And this is typical of liberal and young people where their work is also seen as we should be able to do and share stuff like this. So you take your work to a strip club. Then you cross the line, and then one of the workers are like, oh, I felt under. You can't do that. You can't do that. I I say this is a business. We only do business shit around here. If you need friends, go find some friends somewhere else. Okay? Now, let me just tell you, this is culture is not for everybody. 
because weak ass people are going to want, I want a family culture. I want a culture where we're friends and we go to happy hour. Nah, we ain't doing that here. We working. All right. You can go to happy hour on your off day. Remember, you choose your clients. You choose who works for you. If you do, if you mix this, this is where this is where the work environment has really messed up. Because we try to make it, oh, we're about family, and we don't have any job positions. We're all working as a team. And then we all do fun stuff, and then we team build, and we siskumba, rah, rah, and we hang out after work. I want you to hang out. I want you to feel comfortable with each other and share your personal experiences. I want to know about your family. No, hell no. Hell no. Well, and here we do work. Out there, you do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> you got to treat women like this in the workplace. And not every woman is going to want to work for you. Remember, scarcity is what gives us weakness. So if I say, well, not a lot of women will want to work for me. Okay. (laughs) Well, they ain't going to have a job. What's the problem? This this is not for everybody. Like me as a relationship is not for everybody. Well, women ain't going to like you if you do this. So (laughs) there'll be one. I only need one or two or three. I don't need them all. (laughs) All right. All right. You guys are operated from scarcity. I don't see scarcity in this world. I used to. I don't. I don't see scarcity. I see desperate and I see weakness and I see a lot of availability. I see desperateness, weakness, and a lot of availability. There's 8 billion people on this planet. There ain't no damn scarcity out here. I can get somebody to replace your ass with at, at will. And I could do the job probably better than you, but I don't want to. There's a lot of people that need jobs. (laughs) Right? Anyway. There's not scarcity out here. Plus, we're going global. If these American people want to party at the job, uh, go find another job. All right? There's people over in India. There's immigrants coming across the border. There's people over in Philippines that'll work for you. There's people in abundance to be able to get your business done. Ninja, you don't even really have to be at the same office. All right, you can have somebody working in North Carolina for you. All right, they'll get the job done. All right, hey, man, what's this job, man? Focus on my shit. If you provide an opportunity, people will line up. Here we go right here. All right, but yeah, when y'all, y'all scared of losing them women, well, 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 if you do this, Same thing with the numbers game. This is goofy. It's not a numbers game. Most people are are lazy, lethargic, and worthless in terms of what you need from them. They offer no value, so why beg? Most people. And if you boil the numbers down, we boiled the numbers down the other day. If you live in an area where there's 4 million women, only about 26 are available to you. 26. And that's before you start getting to your non-negotiables. 26 out of 4 million. Those are the ones that you could possibly have an interest in fall in love with. That is legitimate. And ain't it, other than that, you begging and settling. You begging and settling. You need to figure out how you need to get to uh, a standard for yourself where you get the right people around you. Get the right people around you. Don't just take anybody. A lot of y'all ninjas want to take anybody. 
Anyway, shout out to Lone Revolver. Nothing worth, nothing worse than a P who dabbles in his own product. And initially, they'll tell you just to set it up. They have to make them your girlfriend. You have to have a belief. That's how you get them on the track. Okay, you need to do this for us, baby. So P's got to get their girl on the track that way. Andrew Tate did a whole course on this, allegedly. You get them to believe you like them. You get them to believe that, that, that they have a value there. You get them to believe, hey, we're doing this for us. You know, no, 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 I'm not taking advantage of you. You're doing it for us. I'll take care of all the... It's how it works. That's how the system has worked for a long time. Until you become a top guy, and then all of a sudden, everybody knows why they're associating with you. Uh, Hickerman says XRP is exposing RP for being toxic on Reddit. Shout out to them. I, listen, I don't know what to tell you. Anything's toxic if you disagree with it. So uh, toxic has lost its value here. Toxic has lost its even more. What is that? Toxic is like narcissism. Toxic is like narcissism. What is a narcissist? What is toxic? Breeze Man Texas says, had a friend who did it, and it wasn't glamorous at all. They all live with him. He got into fights with other pizzamps and a ton of worries. I saw it all firsthand, and no thanks. Movies and rap songs are fairy tales. Absolutely. They don't even show half of it. And I've seen more of it than I want to know. And it is not glamorous. And, oh, if you think you're going to have a clean, conscious soul after doing this type of behavior, you're not. Your soul is going to be, um, your soul is going to be tainted if you take on that responsibility. All right. I always tell the story about Cole, Cole Pimp's eyes. You ever see a pimp's eyes, a real pimp? His eyes are cold. Cold. You ain't never seen a cold. You ain't never seen the eyes. You ain't never seen eyes like a cold-hearted pimp. <laughs> I was in Hawaii, Kalakaua Avenue, if anybody knows. On Kalakaua Avenue. What is the thing that just lets you know that the girls are working? All right, if you've ever been to Hawaii, and it's somewhat now popular culture, but this came from Hawaii. There's a certain attire that a girl wears that lets you know that these are not girls on vacation, all right, or any of that. So you're walking down in Oahu, Hawaii, Kalakaua Avenue. You're walking down the street. You see a girl. She's wearing these. You know. Well, there you go right there. So if you see clear high heels, high heels that have a clear covering on them, that's a working girl. Now, I once saw this. I'm walking down the street, and I seen a big-ass Rolls Royce. And I saw a dude in there. He's a pimp. <laughs> All right, you can tell. So he's a pimp. And he's sitting there. It's like, what, probably 2 in the morning. And he's sitting there. I looked into this man's eyes because I walked past his car. He saw me. He kind of looked at me. He didn't pay me no mind. I looked into his eyes, and I was like, shit. I never, this is what I saw when I looked into his eyes. That's what I saw. I was like, damn, you can't hide it. You cannot hide it. I was like, Lord have mercy. That guy is somewhere else. <laughs> that guy is somewhere else. Like that guy is on another 
planet, another level. He is in another spirit. He's in another soul. That guy don't have a soul. Yep, they were glossy and kind of jaundiced and kind of beady. And, oh, man, I was like, man, that is a real cold-hearted ass, 100% ass. Yes, my uncle had that at one point in his eyes, too. Yeah, so that's why I recognized it. Yes, I recognize it because I remember when my my uncle was in deep, I was like, he had that same look. Had that same look. I was like, sheesh. Man, that is a cold ninja. Like, you're you not messing with that guy. You're not messing with that guy. I would not even open my mouth to talk to him. And drugs has a part of it, too. Listen, you're living nocturnally. And, um, you know, you're living nocturnally, and you might have some drugs. And you're, you're also keeping your business in order. <laughs> I was like, yikes. And you have no health insurance. So, anyway. That's the real... 100% internationally known. All right, listen, we losing the audience? Nah. Audience is still here and engaged. Do me a favor, hit the like button. Um, And I'm going to get back to the show. How about this? Nice guys finish last. Speaking of, speaking of, nice guys finish last. Here we go right here. This woman's going to explain for you guys, nice guys that finish last. All right, here we go right here. Here's a, here's a master splinter. She's got something to tell you. All right, here we go right here. This is why nice guys finish last. Men, we women, of course we like nice guys. It's not the niceness that's the problem. It's when the niceness desexualizes you, that's when it's a problem. A lot of nice guys tend to compromise on their masculinity by trying to be too nice. And then they turn around and blame not being able to be successful with women on being too nice. If you're a man who is nice and you still have your masculine trait, so this means you're a leader, you're not a people pleaser, you take risks, you go after what you want, you will be very successful with women, including the ones that you are really, really attracted to. Masculine traits are the most important factors of attention for a man. So be a good guy, be a nice guy, but don't give up your masculinity for it. Uh, interesting here that that, that this is something that they are not telling men because what she's saying is the opposite of what people say is toxic masculinity, but she's also saying there is a toxic element potentially of masculinity. But a lot of guys where they confuse this, right? This does make you kind of hate women or you kind of like despise them because of your experience is I'm going to take another route and I'm going to lose my masculine edge. You'll try to go. I'll be less masculine. Like for me, Masculinity is very important. I made a course called uh, uh, that talked about masculinity, right? Unapologetically masculine. But people take masculinity and they say, well, these traits are toxic. Therefore, masculinity is toxic. And some men hear that and they'll be the nice guy. They'll try to slow pimp, nice guy their way to women because women will say, I like nice guys. But they are not saying they, they like anti-masculine guys. So, in essence, we start losing with women when we release masculinity because people think it's toxic and we go all nice. We go nice guy. We go we caring, empathetic. We, we lose our hustle and ambition. We lose our drive for our passions and our priorities. And then we over-nice ourselves. Then we lose the edge. I'm just telling you as a bit of advice. 
He says, so nice guys are seen as weak. Yes, especially when you lose a masculine edge. Now, here's the thing. For, for a lot of guys, you don't know where the line is because there's a line when you want to try to appeal to women. There is a line. And again, women work in opposite world. What they say and what they do are opposite. For instance, if, they're, if a guy is masculine yet not abrasive, not like a, what they would call an, a fake alpha. I call them fake alphas. I call them faux alphas. There's a lot of fake alphas out here. You're trying to mimic masculinity, but you're trying to be fake alpha. You know, ninjas that walk with their elbows out. They done worked out. They got a hat backwards. They might have a beard or some shit like this, and they walk in. They walk in. They looking like the dude. What's that movie character here? Um, let me see where I can do. Where I can find that guy. Jim, not Jimmy Neutron. Who's the movie character? I mean, the cartoon character with the big upper body and the little legs. What's that guy's name? I'm gonna show you what fake alphas look like. All right, dude. What's the what what what's the guy here? Yeah. I try to find out what's his name. <laughs> for a second. Hold on for a second. Let me let, what's his name? Yeah, invisible lat syndrome. And they got little ass skinny ass. Yeah, Johnny Bravo. Thank you. Johnny Bravo. So this is what this is what fake alphas. I, I'm not an alpha over here. I've never I've never pushed alphaism. But again, for people who do, it's cool. Like it's cool. But I just don't like fake alphas. All right, so this is Jimmy. This is what the guys look like normally. You know what I mean? They got their hair gel, or they got a hat on backwards. They got the crazy. They got the sunglasses. They walk in super serious, and their elbows out and shit. All right, they ain't got no latissimus dorsi, no lat development. Right, their arms is over big, and their legs is super small. You know, like fake alpha, fake ass alpha. There's a lot of fake alphas, and they push fake alpha. And it's over-aggressive. It kind of goes over the top. you like, this shit over the top. And you can see it. You don't have to describe who it is. You can see it. You'd be like, okay. <laughs> right? This is a little bit over the top. I don't promote alphaism in that way. Because then people are like, well, it's a mindset. Man, shut up. Right, I'm talking about presentation, not mindset. The fake alpha lifestyle is promoted through presentation. Mindset alpha is completely different. All right, that's completely different. You're just an alpha in your own mind. You're the top dog in your mind. All right, but when you walk outside and, pro, and, and, and try to visualize it, then it goes over the top. Because all it takes is one ninja to say, you can't whoop my ass, and then you take one to the chin, and your alpha days is over that night. You know what I mean? You got to go home. Y'all ready for this? Indeed, yep. Now, let me just say this. That's where it becomes somewhat abrasive because then people see it, and they be like, man, this is too much. Or they might test you. They might test you. They'll say, oh, okay, word. You like that? And then a real alpha will test your ass. And then you get tested because you out here trying to show the image. Yeah, so it's a mindset. <laughs> well, I say it's a mindset, not an ego. It's a mindset, not an ego. But some people, that's their ego. So then what happens is I'm like, what you're mimicking is masculine characteristics. Why not just be masculine, right? Because then if you're masculine, women and men will treat you as Hey, you're a masculine guy. I like it. I like those traits. Similar to the nice guy, he'll release his masculine traits. He'll release alpha traits, and he'll be nice guy. And then he loses his edge altogether. He loses his edge. Now, women work in opposite. Let's just talk about it. Women work in opposite world. If there's a masculine gentleman, typically, men, you have to work up to this, or you're either born with it, or you have to work up to it, like through age and experience, and then thus, don't have a scarcity mindset. 
if she sees you, if she sees you and she sees how people operate around you, giving you respect, not scared of you, giving you respect, even if she's a woman and she sees multiple, I'm going to give you an example. If you're going to a place, let's say you are dating and you are a masculine gentleman, not a masculine asshole, not an alpha asshole. You're a masculine gentleman. She sees you come into that restaurant. You use that restaurant for your meeting spot for a lot of women. So if you meet dating apps, you always use that as a meeting spot. There could be women that work in that bar, in that restaurant, and they see you with multiple women, and they'll want to be with they'll they'll want to be with you. They'll want to be with you. This is where it gets crazy because this is where we're trying to get men to understand. That woman wouldn't look at you like, oh, look at this guy. He's a pervert. He's nasty. He's, he's, he's working these women over. We're going to tell these women that he's doing X, Y, and Z. We're going to tip them off. What will happen is after a while, they'll be curious. They'll be like, hmm, what is it about that guy? There is something about that guy. These women seem to be happy around him. They don't seem to be nervous or scared. Who is he? What does he do? See, that's what, she, that's what we're talking about. You're suave. You're mellow. You don't look like you're trying to be a player. You not look like you're trying to just screw the girls over. You're not. You're, that's alpha. That's fake alpha. Where you're yelling at the girl and the conversation looks contentious. She looks uncomfortable. At that point, she will be like, mm, what's wrong with that guy? But if you're, they're like, the girls look relaxed. They're cool. They're close to him. He ain't pressing on them. He's just being him. He ain't loud. He's not drawing attention to himself. He sits off in the corner. If you do that, little do you guys know, women will look at you and be like, hmm, maybe I'll give it a shot. Maybe I'll ask who he is. They'll start figuring it out. That's a whole different level. And men do experience. That's a different level. And again, that proves the point. That's not Johnny Bravo. It proves the point <laughs> where she's saying where men lose, where men lose. And women are going to deny this till the cows come home. But this is how they work. I'm just letting you know. Women will deny this, but a lot of women will do it. It's how it works. Same thing as if she sees a guy and he's not a spineless husband and he sees the guy and he loves his kids and all of that. She'll get a weak heart for him. Look at that guy. He's taking care of his family. He takes care of his kids. Maybe he's a divorcee. Maybe he has a wife. He ain't all spineless. Yes, dear. She'll eventually be like, hmm. She'll take him before she take your spineless ass. She'll take him. Guys, listen. Women will never tell you this. I'm telling She'll sleep with that guy before she ever give you a sniff of Punani. They work opposite of what they are telling you. They'll tell you they'll never do it, but Ninja, they will. They, 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 they do stuff like this. <laughs> yep, he's walking a dog, another one. And his dog ain't scared. It ain't growling. It ain't foaming at the mouth. Your dog knows how to act. A thing that I do here, people do come to my house. 
Nova is a little bit excited, but I'll give her a little bit of instruction. I'll tell her to sit. I'll tell her to lie down. I'll tell her to go to her spot and place. I paid a lot of money for this. All right. I'll do my clap. I'll, she'll move. Dude, people's eyes be like, wow. Women, women will be like, wow, your dog listens to you. Then what are they going to think? Shit, he got control over this big-ass dog. I better listen to this guy. He's authoritative. I'm just letting you know. Somebody said, you're giving too much free game. I'm trying to help you men. A woman sees you got control over your kids and the dog <laughs> and other women. They like, well, better fall in line. That's true masculinity. That's the masculinity we're talking about. The masculinity where you're abrasive, arguing with bitches, all right, trying to put them in their place, forcing them into submission, telling them they need to submit just on GP. That is the fake masculinity. That's the faux alpha. Calling them names in public, arguing with them. That is the fake. That ain't going to never work. You're going to force them into situations, and then they're going to feel control. You, on the other hand, this is what she's talking about. You can't lose a masculine edge. All right, cannot. Now, after a while, you'll develop these things. And you'll then say, well, why do women do this? Because they're women. Because <laughs> they're women. You're not going to believe it. That's what they do. They will say things like this. I normally don't get girlish and giddy around men because they're a go-getter. I'm a go-getter. I'm a career woman. But when I'm around you, I can't help it. They might say, my friends wouldn't recognize me if they saw how I am around you. Because that's what they're looking for. It don't matter if it don't matter if you're married. Doesn't matter if you're single. Doesn't matter if the, they'll see you got a lot of women interested. They'll see your ambitions. They'll see your position. They'll see you got women, and they'll still kick it with you. And they'll ask themselves why. They won't even know why. It's just what's going to happen. They can't help it. Now I'm trying to help you. I don't want if you argue this. You're arguing against yourself. If you don't want to do this, if you're a guy, because we got guys here that say, I don't want to do this. I, if women are like this, I refuse to participate. Okay. I mean, listen, I, I understand. I understand completely because it's accepting, it's accepting this kind of mind games that women play. But they work opposite to what they're telling you in general. And this is why there's an 80-20 rule. This is why there's a 90-10 rule. If you force it, it's going to come off as forced. If you kind of be it or live it, it'll happen. So I'm just letting y'all know. So the nice guy finished last. And yes, I've been the nice guy. I've been the guy. I'm not like those other guys. That shit is going to give you less leverage over time. It's going to be bad news for you. And some women that are, let me just say, say this, the higher uh, her attraction is on the marketplace scale, the higher her attraction is on the marketplace scale, the worse she is when it comes to this. 
the worse she, meaning that she is nowhere near what you think other women are. The uglier she is, the fatter, the lower she is on the scale, more than likely you'll probably never see her engage in this. However, she'll do it on the low. She'll sneakily do it. So if she's attractive, if she's attractive, she knows her value. She's a seven, eight, let's say eight, eight, nine, or 10 on the scale. Guys, she ain't going for no nice guys. She ain't going. She ain't going for no nice guys. If she does have one in your hip pocket, ninja, she leading you. She's leading you. And this goes the same for Chad's and Tyrone's for eight, nines, and tens. Those guys are the guys, those Chad's and Tyrone's that are around her more than likely as a boyfriend. She has them whipped. She has them whipped. The guys that really got it, this is why there could be, listen, this is why there could be sugar baby, sugar daddies. This is why there could be sugar daddy. If this was not true, why are there sugar daddies? No, it's not just about the money. Why are there men around that a woman will be with and say, hey, yeah, I had all three of these men's babies. If, there, if this is not true, why is there an 80-20 rule? A lot of people are fighting things and you're contradicting yourself. You're contradicting yourself. You'll say, hey, it's an 80-20 rule. It's a 90-10, but then disagree with what I just get, said. You cannot be this contradictory. And so if there's a 90-10 rule, you're saying that the woman is bad and the man are out here losing. There's another reason why you're losing, because you're a nice guy. It can't just be the fact that the women are choosing the top 10%. It also has to do with the man's behavior. What are the men doing to force her into a 90-10? It's not just her choosing it. It's because this, how you're behaving, how you're acting, fake alpha, nice, simp, <laughs> right? He says, even ugly women think they're princesses. Exactly. I'm telling you, the ugly women are going to say, the women, are, let's not say ugly, the lower women on the scale are going to do this privately. They still have the reputation. So they might say they never do this, but her behavior is going to indicate that she's done it. All right. Her behavior is going to indicate it. How many partners have you had? How many bag boys have you chased? How many babies have you produced by no good ass dudes? Um, how, you know what I mean? Her behavior is going to do it. How many relationships have you had in and out? When was the last time you had a relationship? Her behavior indicates it. This is why they hide it. Well, my past doesn't matter. Mm. They'll do it in private. You just won't see them carrying out in public. They'll do it and let the ninja come over and slide on over. Just come on, slide on over, daddy. Just come on, slide over, Tyrone. You'll never see it. Okay. Now, again, with, with the belief systems we hold, a lot of times you'll argue against it. But you're, if that's not true, there would be a 50-50. Men and women would be selecting off evenly. But then you want to run around here and say it's a 95-5 rule. And then when I give you a reason why to support the 95-5 rule, other than women chasing the top guys, then I say, well, this is a, this is a reason why they chase the top guy. Y'all want to be like, no, nah, man, this ain't it. It ain't about me. It's about them. No, it's about you. It's about you. <laughs> it's about you. 
So if you want to say, well, nice guys should be rewarded and ninjas lame should be rewarded and ninjas because you got a degree, you should be rewarded. Ninja, you're going to be out there up shit's creek with these women because they are telling you by behavior what they want and you ain't listening to them. They're demonstrating by their behavior. Not what they say in general. They're telling you by behavior. And then you guys are saying, I'm not going to do it. And then you come out here, keep you losing or you're, you're disgusted or you can't figure it out. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. But I'm not. Do- guys, if I wanted to hurt you, I would sell you this. I'm going to tell you something. If what I was saying was so true and I wanted to hurt you with this, I would sell this to you because I could easily do it. I'm not even monetized. This video ain't even monetized. I'm getting a small fraction of my audience contributing. I can't even get half the audience to like the video. A small percentage and the usual suspects are contributing financially to this by donation. Uh, It's a come up, but Ninja, I could have came up way bigger. I could have bottled this up and sold it. (laughs) But you can fight me all you want. But when we take this understanding that women are choosing this by behavior, and then you fight me and saying it ain't true, I don't know what to tell you. I'm trying to help. You can fight it all you want. So when somebody says, well, what does nice even mean? She mentioned it. She just told you. She just told you. And you're fighting it. I want you to listen to it one more time. She told you what nice is. Listen to it. This is why nice guys finish last. Men, we women, of course we like nice guys. It's not the niceness that's the problem. It's when the niceness desexualizes you, that's when it's a problem. A lot- Did you hear that? It's when the nicest niceness desexualizes you. It makes you look weak. So you combine niceness with weakness and you try to snow pin it. What, what else do you want to hear? She just told you. Nice guys can be masculine. But you think being masculine is toxic, so you try to not be that. Or you try to overdo it with fake alpha lifestyle. You overdo it. So she's like, be masculine. Like, be somewhat, look like you have structure, organization, support order that's where it is and even the nerdiest girls are going to what boom they're leaving the nice guys behind and they're going right over to where the other guys are that have plenty of hoes we can be mad at it we can call it we can name them names we can say 95.5 but you also have to say that we've been losing out here. We've been losing. So when your girl, like, right, she says, you can be emotional. You can open up to me. And you open up to her like a dumbass. Remember, what they say and what they do are two different things. You can believe she wants you to open up, but open up one too many times. She gonna ditch you. She gonna lose arousal for you. You're gonna look weak. Somebody says shame won't work. The good old days where we can just say, yeah, we shame these hoes and they're going to need us. 
it's gone. They don't give a fuck anymore. They don't. They don't care no more. They don't care about being called names. All right? They're going to do what they want to do. But you open up one too many damn times. You've lost your masculine edge, a.k.a. masculine frame. Thus, she's lost arousal for you. And now she bouncing. Remember, what they say and what they do are two different things. I want men to open up. You do it one too many goofy-ass times, she bouncing. It just proved my point. (laughs) She bouncing. You keep bringing up the fact that you're oppressed. You bringing up the fact that the system's against you. You bringing up the fact that you can't find a job. You bringing up the fact that institutional this. You bringing up the fact that your baby mama drama costing you a lot of money. You bringing up the fact that you can't get your life together. You bringing up the fact that you depressed and stressed. She going to skedaddle. Gone. But she told you she wanted to know this information. She told you to open up, but she's gone. (laughs) All right, let me get on with the rest of the show. Uh, Remember, I'm trying to help you. If I wanted to really, really lie to you about this, I might have sold it to you if this was a lie. I could have. But here we are. Once you understand the truth and embrace it and last point, accept it, you'll win. Now, any woman that is actually doing what? She's going to say, not me. I want her to step on top of a scale. Not me, coach. You lying. I would never do that. All right. First of all, Kevin Samuel style, what is your age and your dress size, Mm. (laughs) ma'am? If she says, not me, all right, step on this scale so I can see who you are, all right? Because that's I want to know your scale size first because that's going to tell me exactly who I'm about to talk to next. Do I need to even waste my breath? Soon as that thing roll around past 165, I'm going to say, well, this is why you're saying not you. All right, so listen, you are relevant in this conversation at this moment. Then at the older you are, then that had already told me, Shit, you already didn't been there and done that. You didn't change your ways. Mm. Then I'm going to say, send me a face picture. And if I don't see a collarbone around your neck, all right, then I'm already know why the hell you saying not me, coach. Mm. <laughs> and let me see your face without makeup. Now I can know who I'm talking to. I'm not even going to waste my breath. <laughs> She looking like, all right, anyway. And I don't want to see no booty cheek shots. Anyway, let's stop. I'm being nice here. I'm not being mean. (laughs) All right, anyway. Look, let's talk about who matters here. You matter. So, ladies. Here's another one right here. So, this is a woman here that's going to say, uh, and and uh, we're getting to the main event. Let's just go ahead and say this: the main event here, just the main event. Here we go. What's happening today? How do how do explain what's happening here? Women are in survival mode. We must protect ourselves going into this. Twenty twenty four is coming up here in less than sixty days, so we must embrace for the impact. We know the financial situation is going a little bit froggy. Women cannot dictate what they want from the culture they're trying to they're getting more and more ridiculous with it obviously if you think of the list that came out about a week and a half ago to two weeks 
there was a list of things that men should not do on dates. Obviously, they're trying to say they're not getting the dates in dating culture that they want. So they're now trying to eliminate a majority of men and only give this type of uh, um, interaction with men who can provide certain things. They're also now looking for providers. So they're kind of saying the right thing on the internets. The pendulum is swinging. So you have the ridiculous women that we perceive as ridiculous and you have women here finally speaking out or appearing to speak out. Chameleons, if you will. And they're getting a lot of attention to the men. If you were just like this, I want a girl just like you. This is much out of desperation and survival. You're going to hear a lot of women say, hey, listen, I don't believe in that equality feminism stuff anymore. We're becoming less stable. These are all things that we said they would do. Now you're also having women say, hey, I just want a provider. Mostly that pays for me to be able to do X, Y, and Z. So let me play this video right here of a woman that says, a woman that needs a provider, a protector, and so forth and so on. Uh, she's in survival mode. Let's go ahead and listen to what she says. This is a sister right here. All right. And uh, let me just say this. This is, woman is a big woman. You can see around there, she's a big upper body, probably top heavy. And um, she's kind of approaching the age of doom, the last call. And she's got something to say about you ninjas that ain't providing. All right, uh, or something like that. Here we go. As a man and as a provider, you should not have your woman in survival mode. If she is working a full-time job and she's the only one responsible for the kids and cooking and cleaning, that's a problem. She's in survival mode. If she doesn't have kids, but she's got to work like two full-time jobs, she's in survival mode. If she's a stay-at-home mom and she's working from home, she's working the same amount of hours at her work-from-home job as she would if she were working outside the home and taking care of the kids and the cooking and the cleaning by herself, she's in survival mode. As a man and as a provider, you should not have your woman in survival mode. <sighs> okay. Now, have you noticed the conversation has turned? Let me, let me just give you some, let me just, let me just hit you with this. <laughs> let me just hit you with this. Have you noticed that in these times, when the economy is now kicking everyone's ass, the conversation is now, it turned from, I don't need no man strong and independent. I could do for self, do bad all by myself. Now it seems like they're coming back to the table because before it was, we are the table. Now it's coming back. We're seeing the pendulum swing back. They're open to relationships. They're needing a little bit of help. They're looking for protection. They're looking for survival. They're looking for these things. Well, if these men are there and they provide these things, this is what's going to lead you for women to say, well, I'll take this guy. I know he has other girls. I'll just look the other way. In, in principle, she's not going to say that. She'll make that decision because there are guys that are doing that in essence, sugar daddies and married men and men that have girls and men that have access to, re they'll just be like, okay, I'll just, and they'll tell you in bed, you know, you know just wear a condom with the other girls, right? Trust me, this is happening. Now the conversation seems to be swinging back. Okay, we'll negotiate now. We're going to negotiate. All right, we'll come back. All right, all right, all right, you are the table. That's essentially what she's saying. All right, if a guy's providing, and then, 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 then I still have my own money. And she gave you scenarios. All right, I'm providing, he's providing, but then she works one job, then takes care of the kids. Well, then blah, blah, blah. But then there's another scenario. You're the provider, but she has to work two jobs. Well, She's still vulnerable. She's not protected. So thus, you have to do extra. And she's going to then have one job, her own money. 
And then, but then you see all these scenarios. See this shit. This is survival mode. They're trying to now come back because the rents are going up. Economy's kicking that ass. Inflation, price gouging by corporations. It's getting tougher out here. It's getting tough. But they're also wanting their past life. They want to be able to travel and do all these things and then come back and be irresponsible and have somebody to protect them from that. So they're kind of double dipping still. They're somewhat in a strange way double dipping. This is an example of it right here. This is a prime example of what we're talking about. But Ford didn't need you, but now they're in survival mode. Right? But they still want to kind of work their own jobs and have their own friends and cook and clean, but not, not, not for free. You're going to have to pay for that. Right, you're going to have to pay for that. I'll cook and clean, I guess. I didn't want to at all. And Cardi B's 2019, she wasn't going to cook or clean. Now, all of a sudden, all right, yeah, and if I'm cooking or cleaning, you see this? If she is working a full-time job and she's the only one responsible for the kids and cooking and cleaning, that's a problem. She's in survival mode. If she doesn't have kids, but she's got to work like two full-time jobs, she's in survival mode. And, and, and this is happening, right? So uh, uh, for a woman to make it, especially in any metropolis, she has to do two jobs. She has to have one job and a side hustle. If she has kids, it's almost impossible to even support themselves on one income. Anybody that's saying they can, they're lying. I mean, it's getting, in, in, she must be making $150,000 a year. Okay, you also have the OnlyFans component of this as well. You see with Joe Smith. Uh, what was his name? Joe Smith, the basketball player. Okay, he stopped providing, and then she went back out there and said, I got to do what I got to do. Survival mode. Survival mode. They're going into survival mode. Hey, listen, you ain't covering your ends. I got to go survive. I got to do what I got to do. And then if that means not giving my, my submission to you, my body, my relationship, my commitment, hey, I got to survive. You see that? The, the, you see where this is going? And so now... I want men to be hypervigilant because the conversation is now changing. It's no longer, I don't need no man. In fact, I haven't heard that in about a year. I haven't heard that in about a year. I hear a lot of whining. I hear a lot of complaining. I hear a lot of, I can't make rent. I see a lot of evictions. So now what's going to happen is they're going to turn the table. I'm here for you. I told you this would happen in my book, De-Evolution. They're going to come back to the table. Here's another one that came back to the table. This is an example. You see this? This is a negotiation point. This is a survival tactic. All right, so the nice guys really don't win, but you have to have an edge. Now they're negotiating. They're trying to give you hints. All right, we kind of effed up. So, um, yeah, just be masculine and not too nice and weak, and I'll be there. I'll be there to get you to skeet on my glasses. All right? I I'll give you me. All right, you got me. Just be masculine and weak. Now they're trying to give you instructions on how to engage as the barbarians kicking down the door. Now, people have said, hey, man, as soon as the world becomes unstable, they're going to switch up. And now they're switching up. You see it? And I'm trying to get you to understand you're going to be vulnerable if you're weak. You're going to be vulnerable if you say, hey, coach, look, I got the unicorn after all. In this day and age, yo, I wouldn't trust any woman in this day and age. None. Trust none. You know why? You know why? You know why? I'm going to tell you why. Ladies, do you know why? Do you know why I'm telling men to be hypervigilant in this day and age? Do you know why? Ladies, 
Tell me why. Why must you be hyper vigilant and not falling for this goofiness in today and age? In the today's day and age. Because I told you this was gonna come. I told you it's gonna happen. I told you guys, because you'd be like, look, I see these girls on the internet now on YouTube in this space. In this space, they're now making money off purple pill simps that came through with Kevin Samuels and MTR. All right, and I'm not dissing either one of them, but their audience is overwhelmingly purple pill. They can't have, handle people like me because I tell the truth truth while they tell the truth. And Ryan Wing got it. Somebody might have already got it as well. The reason why you don't fall for this shit and you need to be hyper vigilant is because the laws haven't changed. That's why. Ain't nothing changed. The laws haven't changed. And y'all dumbasses are going to be moving these girls in, saving them, marrying them up when they coming in with this false-ass submission and it's cuffing season, you Samantha Lee following-ass ninjas, you ninjas that think I'm on the fringe and wild and crazy. You think I don't know what I'm talking about. The reality is, you goofballs, the laws haven't changed. Nothing's changed. Their behavior has changed. That's it. Their circumstances has changed. The feminists are quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton right now. They ain't got nothing to stand on. They looking goofy right now. They looking all goofy in the mouth. <laughs> and women are great at switching it up when they need to switch it up. Now the loud ones are quiet and the quiet ones are loud. When a woman says she's in survival mode, that's the least interaction you need to engage with them. You all, you in survival mode? Oh, watch out. <laughs> all right. Watch out. Let me see something. Let me show you something right, right quick. Let me show you something real quick. If a woman says she's in survival mode, you need to skedaddle. You need to stay armed up. Here we go right here. Take a look. The laws haven't changed. A woman in survival mode will get knocked up. And of course, you got 18 years of child support. But of course, the economy corrects and she dumps you, walks off but she's still getting child support. But she was in survival mode when you started, but when shit started getting better, she turned back into a feminist. She turned back into, hey girl, she turned back into hot girl summer. She left her what? She left her soft girl era. And she went back out here to these streets. Yep, she was like, okay. In these streets? It's all good now. But now, they get knocked up by you ninjas, but look, the economy changes back in five to 10 years, but you still got eight to 10 years more child support to pay, you goofball. The laws haven't changed. A woman in survival mode will target an 83-year-old man and let that 80-year-old man skeet dust in her punani and then have a baby and collect $30,000 a month in child support. Ninja, the game ain't changed. You 90, you about to be 103 paying child support. 103. 103. And this goes for everybody. 
everybody could catch wreck right now out here. You could catch wreck. These women are surviving now. Now they're trying to negotiate at the table. The, the, the loud ones are quiet. And the ones that are now trying to finesse y'all ninjas out here, the other girl, pineapple girl, finesser, Samantha Nee, finesser, any of these purple bill content creators, finesser. They play on both sides. And then it's going to make you vulnerable. It's going to make you vulnerable. Out in this day and age, this is the least time you should be engaging with them. You make them hold the line. Now, you don't make them suffer. You make them hold the line. Don't let that switch up help you. All right, look, I just need a submission. I see a lot of women trying to switch up on me right now. They're trying to get in, settle in, whether it's to pay a rent, pay a couple of binds. I even see older women, older women trying to get in. Okay, well, I just need a place to, yeah, here we go. All right, you cool. You the man. They're trying to tell you the man. All right, yes. And they, they inviting me on trips. They're doing all kinds of shit. Like, where was y'all at three, four years ago? Where was y'all at in 2019? Y'all was out doing y'all thing. Now, times are getting tough. It's getting tight. It's getting lonely. It's getting cold. Winter outside. It's snowing. Economy kicking ass, crushing. What? Tell me I'm lying. Yeah, all of these people out here, they're frauds. So, in this day and age, I would say, again, no dead weight. No dead weight. No finessing, no talking out the side of their neck. They got to show and prove. And then you tell them, be patient. Be patient. All right, let's get out of this. But no, there ain't no quick move-ins. Nope, there ain't no quick marriage. There ain't no quick relationship. Just chill out. Serve your five-year sentence and then stick around. But if you take on any of these things because you get weak, you're literally in a situation where you're going to put yourself in a situation when the environment changes, they're going to get your they're going to kick you to the curb, okay? But you're still going to have to pay. Let me get to these super chats, man, cuz it's Friday. It's the weekend here. Anybody in disagreement? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Anybody in the spirit of disagreement? Anybody in the spirit of disagreement? All right? Anybody in the spirit of that Satan? Anybody in the spirit of Nanny Goat that wants to say, "Well, coach, man, this don't make no sense. Speak up. Speak up or forever hold your peace. Anybody that doesn't want to acknowledge that I'm the king of kings of this shit, that I'm the almost the only one telling you all the truth here. Anybody that want to rebuke me in the name of Satan, <laughs> speak now or forever hold thy peace. Okay. <laughs> all right, here we go right here. Do not sign papers. Do not give them a deal. Don't bail out. Don't bail them out. All right, let me get to these Super Chats and all the contributions. We're going to get up out of here for the weekend. Hit the like button if you like this show. If you like this show. Shout out to JC says, I got you. The Wordologist channel says, I am thinking about moving to Vegas out of Maryland to start a multimedia company. Your thoughts? Um, That's a little bit of, uh, that's not a lot of info. I don't know what you want to do here. I mean, it's good. I mean, I don't know where. That's not a lot of info. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a lot of info to make that decision. Anybody? But, in, you know, it's Vegas is not what you think it is. Like, if you come in here to party, you're going to, it'll wear you out. You ain't never going to stop. But uh, I come here. Yeah, somebody says don't bail out. Um, I, I, don't, I don't even deal with the strip too much. So, and once you outside the strip, it's boring. It's boring as F. So, 
You're in the desert. Talking crazy says, Coach, you thank, thank, Coach, thank you for your words of wisdom. Free agent lifestyle for life player in the building. But what about love? Somebody might ask me. I mean, shout out to angry heretic or hair. Oh, angry heretic. It's all together. First time supporter. You should do a show on how to spot crazy people like pimps. They have something called the Sanpaku, Sanpaku eyes. Sanpaku eyes. I wonder what that is. Mm, interesting. All right, I'm going to look this up. Significantly more uh, white part is visible between the iris. Okay. Mm, that's interesting. I'm going to look that up. I like stuff like that. I'm not very knowledgeable about stuff like that, but I like stuff like that. Thank you for sharing that. All right. Shout out to MC Hamster. You're forcing it when you're not on your purpose. Facts. Facts. Um, there's some things that's fake busy and real busy. When a person knows that you're on your purpose first, they will acknowledge it. They will kind of submit to it. They'll be like, okay, I see that I will not be your priority. If you gentlemen ever make a woman your priority, in opposite world, it would matter. But if she says, I want to be a priority, priority one in a man's life, you just entered into your relationship with her in complete weakness. Now, women are going to say opposite. Remember, we don't necessarily listen to what they say. Unless they're tipping us off. Women do tip us off and try to give us the truth. But if a woman says, no, I refuse. I will be only be with a man that I am the priority. If you hear this, do not do it. <laughs> I know. Now, weak, remember, weak are the, the masses. The weak are the masses. So the majority of women who don't get this are going to run. You got to let them run. You got to let them go. Again, abundance. Let her go. All right, bitch, you ain't never going to be the priority. She'll be like, well, I'm gone. Guys, she'll be back. She will have no choice because really no man is going to give her that in a true sense. And those that give her that, she's going to look at them as weak at, over a matter of time. He's gonna uh, he's gonna real he's gonna um he's gonna demonstrate weakness and she's gonna run. She thinks she wants that until she get it. Then when she gets it, it's gonna show up as controlling and weakness, and she's gonna skedaddle. And then she's gonna be back hitting your phone up. They're gonna come back because they're gonna say, "Damn, I asked for that. I got it." I dried up like the Sahara Desert. Where's that guy back with his purpose at? Where are you doing? And then she's going to hit you up. And then she like, are you still on your purpose? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll deal with it. I'll that's how they work, man. That is how they work. I know people want to deny, and women are going to deny this, but that's how they work. Soon as you say, yep, you're my priority, that woman going to be like, you're going to smother her. You're going to smother her. Because then you're going to be saying, she's going to say, hey, I'm going to the mall. 
and then yo yo jackass because this is your priority. You're gonna say, "Oh, you going to the mall? Who you going with?" I'm just going with my girls. Really? You going with your girls? I don't believe you. Show me. Take a picture. You want me to take a picture of while I'm at the mall? Yes. I don't believe you because listen, you're my priority. I gotta protect you. Uh, text me. Text me a picture. Okay, here I'm at the mall. Slip. <laughs> show me. Show me your friends at the. There they are. These are my girls right here. Chip. At first, it'll be cute. Then you're going to be hitting her up. Where you at now? When you coming back? When can I see you again? See, you're going to have to see her every day. See her all the time. Ask her where she at. Uh, why she don't want to go with you. Then she's going to be like, uh-uh, I don't like this shit. <laughs> How come you can't come over tonight? How come I can't come over tomorrow? How come you busy all the time? How come you, Nedjit, she ain't going to like that shit. It's going to creep over like the, like the woman in the glasses said. It's going to creep over to anti-masculine. You're going to look weak. You're going to look like you ain't got no other shit to do other than her. So that's what it's going to come off of. It's going to come off as weak or controlling or insecure. Guys, if it doesn't, it's not going to happen immediately. It's going to happen though. It's going to happen because that behavior is going to demonstrate Control. But it's really coming from insecurity. She's going to be annoyed at your ass. Damn. She's, she's going <laughs> to she's gonna like it initially. He always texts me. He's so on it. He remember my birthday. He always asks me where I'm at. He texts me when I get home. Texts me when I get home. He texts me throughout the night. He texts me throughout the day. Every down and then. And then over time, this is a fast track to a controlling relationship. Fast track. Now, if she ain't got other anything else going on, she'll like it. <laughs> right? She'll like it. But then she will, the minute she says she wants to do something else, that ninja going to flip. I want to go out with my girls. We're going to go get a drink. We're going to go on vacation. We're going to go. Well, how come I can't go? And where are you going? And you're going to be back. I'm going to be waiting here when you get back. Oh, hell no. It's going to be, a, it's going to be, I'm telling you, man, she's going to dry up. Any woman that disagrees with this, tell me you're still with a guy that acts like this. All right, anyway. Where are we at here? JC says, does muscle and height have anything to do with masculinity? Being 5'8", but I'm 5'10", and Tim, Sean, I notice how women melt for taller fit guys. It does. I'll ask yourself this. Does a woman with a taper waist and big titties matter? Just trying to point it out here, gentlemen. Does a woman, okay, you with a woman, and she's, she's uh, shaped like a refrigerator, right? She just square, her whole body is a perfect square, all right? From the top of her shoulders all the way to her hips, she's a square. Now, on it, she has fat deposits on her chest and on her gluteus maximus that you like. Then you're somewhere, and in comes a young, hot woman with a taper waist and big titties and a bubble booty. Does it matter? <laughs> okay. Does it matter? Are you not going to look? Are you going to keep looking at your box-shaped chick, or are you going to look at that girl? Does it matter? Yes, dude, physicality matters. So when it comes to height and muscul mu muscular musculature, it's going to play a part. 
Now, you can demonstrate that you're masculine without it. You can demonstrate that you're masculine without it, but we shouldn't be offended that women automatically feel engaged with a guy physically because we do the same thing too. All right, but for some reason, our ego can't handle it. And uh, then we, oh, well, women only want tall guys. Well, Ninja, a lot of times we want women with good bodies. And <laughs> now the reason why we with a girl with not so good body, because we can't get the good body woman, you know? Let women, we gotta, we gotta let, we gotta let the true nature of women be what it is biologically. Like, for instance, if I say biologically, men are not monogamous, I also have to give it up that women tend to open up and submit to larger males. Are there exceptions? Yep. There's exceptions. Are there a lot of exceptions? Yes. Can you be short and muscular and play the line between the gentleman and the mat? Yep. You'll be fine. But women are human beings too. <laughs> women are human beings too. And they tend to naturally be submissive to or coyish or neotness or girly around larger males. That's going to be an automatic. They'll be giddy. They're over reasonable backflip. You can't take that personal. Initially, when you're young and you don't have leverage, you're going to take it personal. But I don't anymore. All right. Because I'll be like, I'm in abundance. So I'm like, well, you can go to that ninja if you want, or you can stay here. But yeah, if, you, if you're not in abundance or you're not securing yourself, it'll bother you. And let me just say this. Let me say this. In this, a lot of these women that you worried about judging you for your height and weight or whatever it is, a lot of these men are perceiving to have an advantage. They do. But you also have to know, a lot of these women that we're saying this about are in the lower tier of selection. Now, they're on our level of selection, but they're also low tier considerably to that guy. So a lot of these women are average, stock factory issue, buck teeth, knock knee, cockeyed, all right? A lot of these women are women that we should be able to get access to, but then they're able to open up to those guys and give them an easy foot in the door. So <laughs> it is what it is. It's kind of it's one of those things. After a while, some other leverages can get you in there. If you're skinny, I would say you can change that, right? Just like we say fat women can change it and lose weight and get better guys. Instead of demanding that better guys choose them while they're fat, same thing with skinny guys. You can change that. That's something you can control. Height, you can't control. But you can also add other things that give you leverage. It's an interesting thing. And also the women that do, don't choose you because of maybe your height or something you can't control. You can't control it. I control what I can control. Age of Machines, one of the usual suspects. Shout out to you. Your videos are way better than radio and TV nowadays. I feel you reinforce our masculinity with the breakdowns you give. Shout out to you. Thank you for the usual suspects. All right, we're trying to help. I'm trying to help, really. I'm not trying to argue with ninjas, really. All right, and Ninja, same thing goes for you. If you argue me, Ninja, you better please send me a picture. I want to see that nappy-ass beard that don't connect together. I want to see the back. I want to take a picture of you where I can see your ceiling with the popcorn and the asbestos on top of it. 
show me your neighborhood, Ninja. Show me your room, and I want to see. Show me your bedroom, and then show me your mama's bedroom. Ninja, take a live stream of your entire living arrangements. Uh, take a picture of the kitchen where you make bowls of Cocoa Puffs and count chocolate cereal in the morning. Take a picture of your gut. Take a picture of your abdominal development. Take a picture of Ninja. Listen. <laughs> Right. Like we need to stop, right? We need to stop with the bullshit. They just be arguing me and then just send a picture before I engage with you so I know not to waste my breath. All right, because we can't be out here looking slop a lot and then expect these women to do what they need to do. <laughs> All right. And I don't want to do the whole your mama's basement, but I I'm just trying to tell you, man, listen, man, put a picture up of your face and not some uh sword. Not a sword, not a ninja with a shield, not some cartoon character. Ninja, put a picture up of your face before I get in here and start talking to you in the comment section. Mm. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway, man, look, that's what we doing. We trying to help. I'm trying to help. I'm not trying to waste my breath. All right, look, I ain't trying to argue either. These principles are time-tested. And timestamp stamped approved. Where we at? Yeah, no anime characters, nothing. No ninja on the horse with a shield. Nah, ninja, it's got to be you. All right. Mr. O with the info. Salute CGA. Been listening for the last three years strong and counting. Read the free agent lifestyle, both financial literacy, crypto, and finally ready to take on the world. Also, tomorrow's my birthday. Can I get a... And that's you. Shout out to you, man. Happy birthday in the building. It's the weekend. I'll give you the birthday music real quick. Indeed. The contractor says we appreciate you for helping us, brother. F them all. Free agent lifestyle for life, man. You got to start defending yourself. For, for, for life, all right. Free Kekistan is in the building. So is Drew P. Says so women can walk and chew gum at the same time or... That means they're in survival mode. Uh, they can't walk. Yeah. Nope, they cannot walk. Hey, women need men. Women need men. They cannot walk at you come at the same time. All right. At the end of the day, women need men. Doctors need nurses. All right. I'm going full American PM. Doctor needs nurses. All right. Uh, pilots need stewardesses. Come on, man. We can't have all female doctors. We can't all have all female pilots. Mint, it's typically going to be an order, and it's going to fall in order. All right, shout out to Double A Anthony Allen. Says, how would the new women survive in the biblical days? They would not. They would be cast out. They would be flooded out. It would be a wrap. Shout out to John Doe. I've noticed that I haven't heard strong and independent and don't need no man in a year. Interesting. Now I hear, take the mic away from these men, and women and men need each other. Rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. Winner is here. Have you noticed that? Any? Have you noticed that? That strong and independence thing is died. I told you when the barbarians hit the gate, a lot of people didn't understand what I meant in 2019 when I said that. I said the barbarian is at the gate. We're going to be in some very difficult times. Kevin Samuels in 2021 said winner is coming. Nobody really knew what that meant. Now, people thought women would just come back on their knees and submit. We're not seeing that. What they're doing is saying, we're tired of these Kevin Samuel types because they're right. So take away their microphone. 
All right. They're, they're forcing it. Now, we need men. We need to be together. We need to get black love together. Have you noticed that black love is dying like crazy? Apparently, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union allegedly on the rocks. What happened to Jada and Will? Black love is taking an L this year. So why should it come back? J.J. Frost, if they're real, right? if they're real, then put it in writing. Law change. Facts. They, they want to be real. They want you to come back to the table. Put it in writing. By the way, we've seen the explosion of seeking arrangements, sugar baby, OnlyFans. That's all been happening in 2020 and beyond. The barbarians at the gate. They cannot call it back. I mean, we've seen this. We've seen it normalizing. We're normalizing it now. So they're in trouble. They're up Shit's Creek. They ain't a buying. And even the ones that are on there doing this activity, they're realizing they can't, they can't get what they want. But the reason why I want you to understand it is not to, not, to, um, not to promote it to you. I want you to know that when, the, when it gets tougher for you as a guy to compete in this marketplace, you're going to know why. I'm telling you why. And if you, again, a lot of guys will deny, nah, man, it ain't happening like that. I feel bad for you. It's happening like that. But the problem is they don't have enough guys that can support all of the women that are in the bind. But there are women in a bind. I, I, think, I think a guy said this yesterday. Nah, man, it ain't like that. I'm like, man, you have no clue. The dark side is real. And I told you the dark side is coming. The dark side is out of control. Rational rationality. A 304 isn't a priority until after 9 p.m. CGA for life. All right, JC says, I love how you assume that they live with their moms. Well, I don't assume it. I don't assume it, but I do want to challenge you and make sure. All right, and then I will ask you, have you done these things? Ladies, you too. Have you done these things? consistently in the same calendar month have you paid rent a full rent not a roommate have you paid rent a car note and or and or all of your utilities all the entire payment and do you have health insurance and life insurance and you paid the premium have you done that in one calendar month on your own now have you done that over a consistent period of time. I'll add, have you done that for five, 10 years straight? (laughs) If you have not, you are in class, all right? You're not leading the class. You're you're asking questions. You're not answering. You're not, you're not, you're not asking me questions. You're not challenging me because I've done this for 30 straight years, 30 straight. I think I might have went down bad two or three of them years. All right. I'm in about, I think two or three years of them 30, I went down bad. All right. I went bust, bankrupt, or divorced, or lived in my car. And groceries. If you haven't done that, and yes, I got kids too. I've changed diapers and wiped kids' ass. Brothers, just realize, I know you think I'm with you. I'm not. Nidja, I'm up here compared to most men. You want to call it top 10% on all that shit. It don't look like it because what you think top 10% looks like is gaudy ass jewelry, 
flaunting shit in front of you, big mansions. Them ninjas don't have that. They leasing that. That's fake. You think top 10% is a ninja that got muscles and six pack and he got bitches around him? That's not, that's fake. That's fake. That's not real. That's not real. That's not masculinity. That's not being a man. Now it could make you a man, but it does. It, it's not. You want to see me on a yacht with a bunch of skinny flatbacks. That doesn't make you top 10%. When it comes to it, when it comes to it, yeah, you want to see bling bling and gaudy ass, goofy ass watches. That don't make you top 10%. It's what you've done over a period of time and you represented and demonstrated consistency. That's what makes you a man out here. That's what makes you the top 10%. You've done things consistently. Hey, when it comes to this, if you ain't that, don't act like you know. If you ain't, and I'm, I'm not trying to belittle you, but if you ain't that, don't act like you know. If you think a man got Rolexes and shit like that and that makes him a man in the top 10%, don't act like you know. Bugattis don't make you that. This is what we telling you. This is what we telling you. Getting that doesn't make you that. Just letting you know. (laughs) That's where we going. That's where, the, that's where the direction of men are going. That's going to give you the leverage. You're going to find out a lot of them dudes don't have those. They don't own those things. They're just showing it to you. They could be all gone right now. We want men to be able to say, we take care of our shit, therefore we are. Because I'm going to tell you something. A lot of guys haven't done that and they think they know and you run in your lip when you should be actually sitting there and opening your ears. That's number one. The other egregious thing is women ain't even doing this shit. The majority of them aren't. They can't even demonstrate this level of consistency. And they yapping their mouth. They yapping. And that's what they need to do is shut up. That's what they need to do is shut they trap. They done lived off of child support. They taking ninjas to child support at this very moment. Talking shit talking about what men ain't got and they can't even put their life together right now without running to somebody the government sugar baby and selling pussy all right taking it just the child support they need to close their mouth and let the people doing it run it and these are grown-ass women that can't even do this consistently without running into trouble evicted every year and this is our problem the people that's really trying to talk and show don't know a damn thing out here on public assistance living off alimony it's a disgrace repo man coming after they car bank account under 150 they all out here so men i'm letting you know the bar is low out here (laughs) the bar is super low and in terms of being a competent human being is super low, and they trying to tell you this right now. Yep, your bank account ain't got no comma in it, and people got the nerve to be yapping on the internet. By the way, if you want to get into content creation, you better get into it right now because the the majority of people are going to be mouth-breathing, slack jaws, 
sitting up there watching Netflix and YouTube and Instagram and TikTok all day because they ain't going to be able to do Nathan out here in the next 10 years. So get your content going. They will have no skills, no ability to be self-sufficient and support, no ability to do. The bar is low. The bar is low. Can't you get it through your thick skull <laughs> that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. The bar is low. dollars in my purse. Hey, man, somebody said, what does that mean, the bar is low? That means to get to the top 10% or be impressive in the eyes of a woman, you don't even need that much. The bar is low. They're telling you Cheesecake Factory is the limit. That's the low. Uh, just using that as a theory. They're saying the Cheesecake Factory is low bar. All right, that's low bar. You think it's high bar. If you think it's high bar, you losing. <laughs> right? And I'm just saying that from my perspective, not from the women's perspective. Cheesecake? Really? Oh, wow. The bar is low. If you're arguing of not taking a bitch above Cheesecake Factory, you losing. And I'm not saying you have to take a woman above Cheesecake Factory. Listen to me. I'm saying if you're arguing it, just the mere fact that you arguing it, you lost. Anyway, I'm just helping you guys. Just the mere fact that you will look at your bank account and be like, nah, that's not possible. We ain't going above that. You lost. Now, you can decide not to take her, right? But just listen. It's, it's the thing that I want men to recognize. They're lowering the bar so much. And it's allowing dudes with just a semblance of success to literally be winning. They said this. I heard somebody say this, and it was a skit. They were talking about sugar babies. I think it was the content machine. They said, essentially in the skit, which is this is true, they're saying middle-class men are now being able to get top value for little. Okay? Not rich guys. Because this was a rich man's playing field. Used to be rich, have to be rich to get a guy. Not anymore. You could be middle-class and get in the game. Splendid daddy. Splendid, meaning you ain't got to get married. You don't got to take the broad out. These women are so much in the bind that 80K a year ninjas is in. <laughs> you, you don't got to be 100. You can just sit back. I'll take you tonight. <laughs> the bar is lowering. People think the bar is raising. I see the bar is lowering. It's lowering. You can clean up now. <laughs> Port, it's, it's wild. They're lowering the bar. It looks like they're raising it, but, but you're not raising yourself. They're lowering the bar. It's plummeting. <laughs> it's the oversupply. They oversaturated the market. Uh, same thing happened with OnlyFans. They oversaturated the market. We're just going to go out there and make a bag, but there's too many OnlyFans accounts. Celebrities jumped on. It's too late. They can't do that, so they have to pivot to the next thing. The bar is lowering. That, the bar of entry for you is lowering. All right, anyway. Somebody said, just have your own place. That's clean and you got it. I mean, your own place. The bar is low. 
the bar is low. If you got your own place and somebody said, you called it, I told you, the price of peace leave going to plummet. People are like, nah, man, these girls still asking for this. It don't matter. It, it, it don't matter. It's just too many women. It's just too many available. That's what's going to lower it, price wars. It's out of control. And they need a place to sleep. They need rent. I know, I know, I know women right now, they, they ain't got their rent right now. I know you think I'm making this up. It's the 3rd of November. They haven't paid their rent. They haven't paid their rent. They're figuring out how to do this right now. Right now, their stomach is in a knot. There's a woman listening to me right now with her stomach in a knot with no out. Right now. They don't know what they're going to do. Right now. I'm in a bind, Nate. Right now, there's a woman listening to me right now. Her stomach is in knots waiting for a knock at the door. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here? I know, man, it's, it's wild. The bar is low. Shout out to uh, Jay Billa says, much respect, coach. Currently in Columbia for my military recruitment vacation, Columbia women are all, he says, are all over the place. Free agent lifestyle is freedom. Get your passports, travel, 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 travel. That's the basis of my free agent lifestyle book. Travel, right? Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Rafael Mendez. He says, thanks coach. You tell the truth, truth. Appreciate you, brother. Han Solo shot first. Be wild and crazy coach. It works. I know being passive to try to say this. It's not good enough. Hard-headed ninjas don't listen. Shout out to, and they're watching so many women walk in the streets now. I mean, even the low strags out here, they're flooding the streets. Venezuelan women flooding the streets of New York. And they still talking about tricks. Ninja, it's over. Guys, it's over. Let it go. Let the 90s go. They're like, these tricks out here, these tricks. Let it go, Ninja. It's gone. All right, that, them days, that ship is sailed. <laughs> All right, here we go. Nah, Ninja, hey, now, hey, shaming is dead. <laughs> Wait. Shaming's dead. Ninjas are trying to get what they want, and women trying to make a fast buck. N which Women trying to get married. They trying to submit. The game has changed. Where we at? Shout out to Trey. So mellow in the building. Thank you, Coach. This Ling Ling tip in the building. I got it. I got it. Shout out to, uh, okay, I got Lone Revolver. We're going to head over to PayPal, Z and Venmo. The 90s gone. <laughs> the 90s gone gone. All right, man. It is what it is out here. Marriage to a great greater extent is dead. Meaning that, like, for what they used to get marriage for, it's dead. Like, people know way too much. Zero fallout. Marriage was meant to control men's libido to create a society. Uh, we would be deleting each other for sleeping with each other's mate otherwise. If given the opportunity, most men would bang many chicks. Most did when they went on raiding parties. Indeed, I know the whole thing about guys would be like, nah, I would never do that. It's nasty. I, I'd be like, dude, y'all wouldn't have existed back in the day. Y'all wouldn't have existed. The, the, the whole thing about monogamy is, is and marriage it is to really control it, it gives order to a community. It gives order to a community. It allows you to build community under, under, under the auspice of family. It also gives you a purpose so that you're not chasing women and becoming unhealthy. 
and then you can give your purpose to God or something else, your work, whatever it is, and then you can focus on your family and your one girl. Without monogamy, it would make the world a dangerous place. I'm going to just let you know, and this is what we're getting here. But it has nothing to do with being nasty. It has nothing to do with uh, addiction or any of that because if we didn't have the system of monogamy instituted upon us, we would have multiple wives. We would have a worse ratio of dating. It would be way worse than 90-10. It would be only the top guys getting the majority of women. You would have some of the frustrated group of men, a frustrated group of men, and it would be potentially over time, those frustrated men would probably try to delete the men that had the power and the money and the women. There would be this constant, there would be this constant, okay, these guys got 30 women. We got to do something about this. In the Mormon community, that's exactly what happens. In the Mormon community, that's exactly what happens. What happens is the guys at the top, this is in the Mormon community that practice polygamy. So these are, I can't, the LDS, not the LDS. It's called the something LDS. All right, so these are the people that openly still practice polygamy. What happens is there's a small percentage of men that got all the power in all the women, and then they start doing dirty things like training up younger and younger women, right? Then they go above and beyond just despicable behavior. So they'll take even the 10, 12-year-olds and get them prepped to be wise over a long time. So then they have, So then they have control of all the women. A small percentage of men, they have control of all the men. You know what happens? The younger dudes, they be frustrated. They be ready to take over. They be ready to do something about it. Because <laughs> they're watching it. They're going, yo, y'all leaving us with no hoes. <laughs> FLDS, FLDS, look it up. The men, they got to really control that rage in men because small percentage of them take all the women. And these are old guys and the guys in the power position in the clergy, in the, in the church. And so then the younger guys going to want to try to kill them. And they got to do whatever they say. Hey, we're in authority. We're in order. <laughs> yeah. So really the fundamental latter day say, so really in essence, they're doing what we would see in the greater society. We are already seeing this because men are frustrated. Men are frustrated with the dating lifestyle. Men's, women's expectations are weird. They're somewhat practicing polygamy or bouncing in and out of relationships, cock carousel. They're openly doing this, and men are frustrated. They're like, these guys, Chad, Tyrone, Pookie, Ray Ray, the rich guys, they're getting all the girls. We're hearing the same thing. Men are frustrated. Younger men are frustrated. Their girls are on OnlyFans. They're having to share them. Joe Smith, he's frustrated because he has to share his wife. Adam, Adam, 22. Jada Pinkett, still dedicated to Tupac. We're seeing it, the exact same thing in our world. So in a sense, as we say monogamy is not natural, we can see why there's a reason why people would do it. It actually gives men a chance. In essence, if everybody practices monogamy faithfully. But we cannot say this. Let me say this. We cannot say faithfully that men are nasty for not practicing monogamy when women don't practice monogamy at the same rate because you have to ask, if men are non-monogamous, <laughs> what are the women? They would have to be practicing the same thing. 
Because you can't have, you can't have a, a, a group of men that are non-monogamous and cheating and the women are faithful. Do the math. Mm. I'm just asking. It can be, those two things can't exist together. So the women are saying, we're faithful, we're trustworthy, we're, mon- we're monogamous. And at the same time, there's a group of men just running all through them. How is that possible? They would have to be participating in it as well. Not monogamous behavior or looking overlooking it. They would have to be going along with it too. They can't just be saying, well, we're the ones being faithful and they're the ones cheating. Like how? <laughs> like I, that doesn't make sense. Both of us would have to be doing this willingly and under the uh, uh, instruction or actually overlooking it. The women would have to say, well, I know overlooking it or they would have to be participating in it as well. The game is to get you to believe that only the men are doing it and they're the ones loyal and faithful. That that's impossible. <laughs> Chris Abney, much love to the coach gang and the suave G that follows and support the suave G's in the building. He says a couple of dimes for all the gems you dropped this week. Thank you for the support, man. Shout out to you. And uh, yeah. So if a woman has multiple relationships over a two year period, is that monogamy? No. They're not practicing monogamy. Okay, she has multiple baby daddies. Is that monogamy? That's literally not monogamy. What that is is sexual exclusivity. Okay, she's appearing to say she's exclusive sexually for a period of time. But then she moves to another guy. Okay, if a woman has a guy that is paying child support, another guy that's living with her that helps raise the kids, and another guy that financially supports when she gets in a bind. Is that monogamy? That is not monogamy. That is literally, that, that's sexual exclusivity, but she literally has a polyamorous relationships. Multiple men supporting her in some way. That is not monogamy. You can act like it is. It's just sexual exclusivity. So you're exclusive, but you've been in relationships You've been in three, four relationships over two years. Is that monogamy? That, that bruh. Mm. Boyfriend, the baby daddy, the ex-husband, supporting, paying alimony, uh, second baby daddy, third marriage. Make it make sense. So, you know, just because they do it under the auspice of sexual exclusivity for a period, they're going to say you're a cheater or you're a dirty ninja if you want to fornicate with three other women. And they're literally fornicating with multiple men in a short period of time. But anyway, they're trying to attack the stream. New, 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 new world order. Anyway, they're trying to attack the stream at this point because I'm giving too much truth. Shout out to Paul. Angelo says, Coach, my son saving his funds and is in Japan. He's 19 and is meeting girls for dates. He told me today he made the moves on a super cutie outside of Tokyo, and he got the Mac on. I'm very happy for him as the girls in the city in California are impossible to deal with. So it's good. I think all men should experience a culture that that talking to women should not be seen as a crime. Talking to women should not be seen as a strategy. Talking to women should not be perceived as the male is thirsty. Talking to women should not be perceived as or he be treated as uh, be rejected at a clip of 98% and called successful. Well, 
you're going to lose 97% of the time in terms of rejection. I, I, I want those days for young men. Although I'm going to test your young ladies out. I'm going to test your future wives out. But I do want a time for men to not be perceived as criminals for having conversations with and not recorded and not harassed and not women recording dates. Um, you know, these women are recording dates with men where they have the phone set up in front of them and they're having the conversation. This is getting disgraceful at this point. It's despicable what American women are doing. And then they're continuing to say, well, I, I want men to experience that. Now, can we get it? No, but you're going to have to travel for that. You're going to have to travel for that. Zero fallout. Red pill is the hot topic right now. Careful men with these shorts or TikToks. Most of them skits are for views. No way women should be talking to the mainstream media about men's issues. Exactly. And the people they put up in terms of these collaborations is just despicable to me. But it is what it is. Kaylin says she can't lose interest in monogamous sex then claim Exclusive rights to his body, I'll say. Even a marriage sex should be treated like a handshake. She scratches his back. He scratches hers. Yeah, he only need five minutes with you. Hey, all I need is five minutes, lady. All I need is five minutes. Well, this is when women say, well, I want emotional connection. So every intercourse action should be emotional. That's bullshit. <laughs> all right. Give me what I want, lady. Shout out to Clay Tuition. It's crazy how other people lose religion. All morality goes out of the window. People are basing their lives off of a corporate marketing of whose agenda it takes. Wait, whose agenda? It. I think there's a, a punctuation problem here. It us to take advantage of you. I think it is right here. It's use. Okay, there's what's happening there. It says us. People are basing their lives off of corporate marketing whose agenda it is to use to take advantage of Ascendant. All right, there was a typo in there. Thank you, brother. Let me see here. I got a couple more, and then I'm going to go back. And then I think we'll be done. Four hours? I need to cut the show to three hours. Kaylin says, even married couples who have a lot of sex go through ruts from time to time. What's the guy? What the guy said is true. The Madonna whore complex does exist. Yeah. All right, going back here. Get in, get out. All right, yep, here we go right here. We got Jake. You always come in at the end of the stream. He's, oh, sorry, Jamal. You are on fire this year. All your streams are fire. We doing it, man. We almost done. Thank you, brother. We got one, two, three, four, five. All right, here we go right here. He says, uh, Raul says, send us some love, coach. Here's some Friday night tequila money and tacos for the gorditas. Oh, by the way. I went out last night to a friend's birthday party. Man, this gordita was all over me, man. <laughs> all right. But she was very authentic. Like, she was like, could barely speak English. Boy, was she soggy. But she was late and she was loving a brother, man. Shout out to Jamal says, do you think it's possible to love someone you don't respect as a man? No. Guys, yeah, I, in my opinion, women want love from men, but they want to respect you. A woman cannot love you if she doesn't respect you. That's my opinion. A woman is in the business of receiving love. A man is in the business of giving love. She in turn gives you back transactional love, but she will stop transactionally loving you when she stops respecting you. So respect is of the highest order. And that's what I demand. Love is superficial. 
and it's flimsy and whimsical. Really, it's respect that you want from a woman. Right out to Lonnie says, thank you, Coach Adams, for your countless hours of education and entertainment that you provide. I really respect your intelligence and the comedy that you bring to my life. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. Yep. If you lose respect, it's over. She can't love you and not respect you. She cannot. It's impossible. Shout out to Eric McClary says, brotherly support. Thank you, brother. But she, if she respects you, she can love you. And she'll overlook everything that she believes in. If she respects you, she'll love you and she'll overlook anything that she would perceive as questionable. And if any woman think I'm lying, ask me why you've dated assholes. Ask me why y'all all have dated so many assholes. Stop the cap. I need the stop, stop the cap button. Because all the assholes they dated, they respected and they loved. And they mad they couldn't get that ninja to do what she wanted him to do. And so she hurt when that ninja dodged her. So any woman that says no, how many assholes have you dated? Lots of them. Lots. Why? Because you respected him of who he was. You couldn't stop. Even though he was had other bitches and he didn't give you his time and priority, the respect never left. It's there. you like, I like the guy. I respect him for what he did. He's a hustler. He flow. He does what he do. It ain't the love. <laughs> all right. But if you ain't never dated no asshole, and all women have dated assholes. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, where we at? I think we done with today's show. I'm going to check. Shout out to uh, Jay Billa out in Columbia. I need to get out there very, very soon. Haven't been yet. All right. I got to get out of here. Enjoy the weekend. Get What's your, up, nigga? What's yeah. up for the weekend, Get your nigga? bell money. Wear your condoms. Protect yourself. All right? Don't do anything I wouldn't do. All right? Don't skid in any anyone's guts. Pull out. Go down and butter the tonsils all the way down the esophagus. And uh, pay your child support. And uh, carry your skitty pop pop. And a boom, boom, boom. We'll be on on Saturday on the CGA Got Game Channel for sports. Sunday, locals. In the morning, evening, patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams Sunday evening, and we out of here. Peace.